0: bad happened, they could reach in and use it as a re-roll. They were doing Death House, which I don't know if you've done Death House or not, but it's can be very deadly.
1: I remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean the, the only thing about inspiration is you can't use it to re-roll. You must predict it. You have to use it before you roll. Yeah. It's not a luck point. It's I it's... know but
0: they were using it like sure. luck
1: points. I mean they were oh, just oh.
0: it was like oh. the only reason this group survived is because they had 300 d20 to do rerolls otherwise That's they would have facts. just been destroyed
1: I guess it's a nice way to save a TPk but again I, I don't I would not want the audience to run the show that would be gonna say? But, that would go but again, south very quickly I
2: wish to have the TPK so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Be I like, like...
1: Death. death is dramatic.
0: Of course, we could do a whole uh, a whole Spock thing, you know, back in the day when they were trying to decide the fate of Spock for Wrath of Khan,
3: mm-hmm. they
0: actually had people vote, you know, do we kill him or not?
3: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
1: That was before the internet, too. How'd they tally that? How'd oh. they get an information in? <clears throat> <clears throat> <Do you> <throat>
0: pigeons? What
4: the hell?
1: <laughs> we actually had a little
0: rotary, you know, your finger, it hurt after you dialed numbers <laughs> a couple of yeah. times. You had and to physically dial it. it. And uh-huh. If you
1: miss one number, you're like God 1800
2: yep. Dial one eight hundred spock die.
1: Oh look, we're 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 going. Speaking of space, uh, are we in space? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I I here. We get I thought it, it right? looked like embers. Embers, it does. That's what yeah, I meant. From a it looks changer. like embers. Hi, Coward. Well, not... Coward's here. We can officially get started. Yep.
2: Oh, more secret info about Coward. I'm going to add that to my board. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. What's more secret info about Coward. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Revealing things to the internet. Good idea. Yep.
2: Yep. Yep. That's always a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could. Just uh, tell me your mother's maiden name, first pet. Yeah. Security,
4: whatever you want.
1: Favorite
2: password. Shoe size greatest fears, whatever.
4: <laughs> what street did you grow up on?
2: Bitcoin which wallet. digit is your favorite from your credit card?
3: <laughs> 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 your favorite?
1: <laughs> I, uh, I started playing Elder Scrolls Online again. I hadn't played it since like 2018, which it was good then, but it wasn't quite what it is today and I'm playing it like it's Skyrim versus like a WoW game or whatever and man they have just knocked it out of the park as far as the stories that they tell like there are there is not I've done I don't know 150 quests let's say I haven't done a single quest the guy goes I hate pigs go kill 10 of them and there was nothing like that every single thing that you do so you you go to a region and the region may have a major town and, and then all the other stuff in there everything that you do in the region relates to the entire story of the region. Even if it's just a throwaway, like, just reinforcing the fact that, like, these assassins are in town. That's it. Like, you see, literally, there's a lost pig. You go find the pig. The pig's eating a root. The root happens to be something that grows when this unholy bunch of assassins come to town. Bam. That's just saying these assassins are here. Well, the main line was to save the king from the assassins. I mean, and every single quest is voice acted. Like, it's just really, really well done. I've I've been enjoying the crap out of it. It's been consuming way too much of my free time, which is pretty much all I have now. Uh, So that's what I've been doing for the past week, give or take.
0: I remember when I did the expansion that included the Skyrim location. After playing Skyrim, it was like this huge wage of nostalgia. It's like, wow, this is really good. Like, I'm really in solitude. This is really, really solitude. It's it's super cool.
1: Yeah, they they uh, the writers are fantastic. They're they're they get you really into the the uh, Daedra princes, and mm-hmm. you know you get to know them all. Like and the way they do it, it's like you're not just barrage with it, but you're hit by the same name seven different times. So you're starting to like, okay, I know who this person is now. And you go to them to like, you got Shorogaroth, the insanity guy, who has like mm-hmm. the House of Cheese, and then yep. you got uh, Malgora or Mal or whatever his name is. He's newer to me. But, I don't know, it's just they give you trickles of information enough to where like you generally understand what's going on with the plot. Where Like, World of Warcraft, I, I use that because that's, what, the golden standard right now. Um, it just... It, I don't feel like there's a story. You just kind of go kill a dozen pigs and then go kill a dozen birds and maybe go to a raid. I, I don't know. The story is much better. Just saying... I hmm. had, had to get that out there.
0: Gonna, I'm going to have to plug my house, My house's crack is Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah? Yeah.
1: That's that's another thing I think ESO did really well with the houses because, like, you can have, I mean, there's 150 houses, right? And they're just money, 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 and all this stuff. But there are also teleporters, like, for free. You can go from uh-huh. house to house without having to pay. And some of them are pretty big, and they have done a lot to uh, give you things to play with your house. I, that's not my thing. Like, I don't want to play Sims when I'm playing MMO, but I know I'm not the majority. Uh, and I played Final 14. I just, I, I don't like that style. I don't like the, the art. I just could not keep with it.
5: I've lost I, my notes. I thought it was I thought it was pretty, but I, I didn't. I wasn't able to stick with it. Which one? Uh, fourteen. Final Fantasy so the, fourteen.
0: The interesting with fourteen thing and the, the crime really is there are I think five sort of expansions if you count the original story. <clears throat> and the worst by far is the original story. <laughs> so you've got all these people that want to play the game and right out of the bat, right out of you know, right out of the gate, you're playing the worst part of the game. Because once you make it past and if you if you read reviews, everyone everyone that likes the game says the same thing. Slog through the first part, it gets much better. And let's
1: consider the first part. What does that mean?
0: So there are multiple multiple story segments, if you will, and the very first one is called A Realm Reborn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A Realm Reborn is by far the worst story. By far, ever. Yes, it's terrible, and well, it's not quite terrible, but it's not. It it, it is, in many cases, unfun. That is, if if you purchase a boost to get through the first part into and start with Heaven's Ward, mm-hmm. you miss some critical pieces of the story. Oh. Um, and there's some pretty significant crit- critical pieces of the story that you do not play through, so other things later on make a lot less sense. Okay so it's so you can do that so, so for instance i played through heaven's or realm reborn my wife did not and so later on when we encounter certain things i'm like oh my gosh that's where that came from and this came from and this is where this person is and that's their story she's like i don't remember any of that it's like well it's because you skipped it
1: <clears throat> so storytelling pretty well done in 14 it's fantastic it's, yeah. it's
0: probably the best story period well when it's I beat really ESO
1: good. I might join that. <laughs>
0: it is. It is. I mean if you if you if you play a game for the story, the story is fantastic.
1: Well that's all I really intend on doing in uh, ESO is just going through all the quests. And I know there's like I don't know, months and months worth of playtime of quests, which is great. It's just, to me it's like playing a five hundred hour single player game. You know, I'll I'll jump in and and the funny thing is I'm actually doing some PvP stuff, which I don't normally do, but they've made it to where even that's interesting and it, uh, it helps the storyline. Like, Shogarath, you meet him in a PvP zone. He's like, come to the House of Cheese. I want to do something. I forgot what it's actually called, but something cheese. <laughs> cheese- <It's-> monger's Hollow. <laughs> yeah, that's it. monger's Hollow. Um, and he talks to you there, and like, you get some pretty good in-game like PvE bonuses just for... Going through one a day, just like mm-hmm. your daily. You just, even if you just get destroyed, it doesn't matter. Like, just getting in there, doing it, spending 10 minutes, it gives you buffs outside of the game, like speed buffs and, you know, happy things like that. Um, anyway, I've I'm, i I'm just really, really been enjoying it. Good. When you say
2: doing some PvP stuff, do you mean getting your butt handed to you by other players? Because that's how I normally do PvP stuff.
1: <laughs> you know? do <laughs> kill me. I uh, I went online, and I watched a video. I'm playing a Templar, and I, I watched a video on how to be better, and it was very, very helpful. And I'm actually a lot better, like, uh, in PvP. I'm, I'm no by no means good by stretch of imagination, but versus dying 15 to 20 times per game, I died twice and had 20 kills. I mean, like, it helped a lot, so just a little bit of knowledge went a long way and key binding that was well anyway this is the mmo channel (laughs) this mmo show that you guys don't care about at all so we were having some technical difficulties earlier are we good
5: you mean with only mike showing for a second for a minute yeah Yeah. and no and no sound yeah that's that's because i went to mike cut
2: the mic cut the mic
3: don't cut me (laughs) that hurts
5: (laughs) you lose his fingers that way my Uh, feelings yeah i i've I've got (laughs) i've i've changed obviously i've changed things but um i've got it now so that everyone all all of our video feeds are their own individual scenes and so i pull i pull those scenes into a into a, a, a bigger scene so when I switch to, like, the spinning intro or the or the, the intro music, those scenes don't include the audio channels. So when I went to Mike's scene, his input scene on my screen, I didn't I didn't do it in a way that you couldn't see it, uh, so you couldn't hear anything because there's no audio on that scene. So my bad, my bad.
1: Fascinating.
2: I I, I want to know. Can you? put obs experience on your resume yet is do you feel you've advanced to that level (laughs) um when i when you should
5: when i finish doing the things that i want to do because i found i found something fun um when i when i finish doing the thing then then i then i'll put obs on my resume
1: okay so are we gonna be at warp speed this entire episode? <laughs> I mean we can
5: see on LinkedIn. We can do something else if you want, because I can I can change that pretty easily now. Okay. I can uh, let's see. Do you
2: have er- erupting volcano? Do I have I'm erupting volcano? <laughs>
5: I can add an image. Somewhere. This is- great for this the is, podcast is this is yeah. gonna be huge content <laughs> right. for you i mean i mean what, what what do you want what do you want here
1: um how about the original screen with maps and all that good stuff
5: oh that i can do
1: that's, okay. that's easy that's awesome. a
5: click over <laughs> to hold on let me find it uh, that's right
1: Goward, you should be watching it live anyway because the descent the attack on Tarkalar Was a was a web only episode. It did not go. It's an exclusive for Twitch only. It did not go onto the podcast. It just that's how it worked out. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's always good to watch it on Twitch because you will not miss it. (laughs) That's true. Which comes to the next point. Um, Let's talk about what happened when you went down into. Tarkalar's uh, cavern. You guys, the, so the episode before that, you went back up to town and you talked to all your resources. You talked to everybody in town. You got all kinds of gear and 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 just got ready for a lich fight. Like you, you did exactly what you do when you're going to go fight a lich and you know it. And you went down there and the six of you, the three PCs and the three NPCs, your henchmen, had an epic big blowout fight with this minor lich. Um, the final strike coming to, uh, coming from Farazhan when he leapt over and smashed him in the knee, took his knee out, and then crushed him in the face. And then you went and opened his chest, and that's, I think, a good place to start because we stopped right there. That episode took like two hours and 20 minutes. Oops. And... And didn't really get to check out the stuff that was in the chest. I think we mentioned it on the stream, but uh, one of the notable things was that Tarkalar had an elven, a set of elven chain riveted into his body, and you guys had pulled that off. Uh, there was an oil of sharpness. If you did, you guys already write this down. I'll go through it quickly. If you didn't, we'll do it slowly.
0: Yes. Well, at least
1: I did. Oh, you've got it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's Oil of Sharpness, Nature's Mantle, mm-hmm. a Potion of Greater Healing, two of those, a Potion of Heroism, uh, an Alchemy Jug, which only produces mayonnaise, and <laughs> a incomplete phylactery. And his, journal. Hmm? And and his a, journal. And his journal. And his journal. Where it was uh, obviously written by a madman and it was just talking about how um, he had—he was part of the Ebon Triad. He considered himself the most powerful. Um, he had been trying to convert himself for a long time and then he was seen by the smoking eye which immediately changed him to this lich and also drove him insane. And you could tell by his journaling that towards the end the more recent entries it was just more and more uh not just poorly written like scratchings but just dis disjointed thoughts you know word salad and all those other psychological words it was just hard like any
2: blog after a while it just becomes
1: (laughs) just meaningless nonsense nonsense. (laughs) it looked like uh it looked like a google uh one of those google things that helps you look up the The page you want, where you just like slam just a billion different words, and if you Google it, you go to their website. A word (laughs) club? Yes. Is that what that's called? Yes. T I L. (laughs) So, you finished off Tarkalar. You also went around and you cleaned up the bodies, took a little bit of time doing that. You threw them down in the horrifying blood pit with all the little amoeba things down there. And. That's where we left off, and just before we really get going, if you haven't noticed, Rachel's back.
3: Hi,
4: hey. Rachel. Hello. Hey. hey. <laughs> hey I know. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good reintroduction. <laughs> I'm um, really confident about that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the crowd goes wild. I didn't hear the are applause. <laughs> Rachel's back.
3: Yes. <sighs> hey. Yay! <laughs> that was much rejoicing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Yay!
1: And as uh, as Mike said off air before we got started, we can do this now because we are now affiliates with Twitch. It can afford her. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: right.
4: You gotta have that. Your subscriptions get directly to
2: helping Rachel eat. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> right. <laughs> please,
2: Honestly. please.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we are officially now, as of between this. This particular episode and last episode, were Twitch affiliates, and everything that goes along with that. I don't really know what all that means. If you don't either, go look it up and have fun. But we're officially, uh, we're officially <laughs> and, Twitch affiliates. Yeah,
5: write in and tell us what it means.
1: <laughs> yeah, please. Do the research for me. I don't want to. <laughs> so we're going to put you guys back up into Cauldron. And... Today will be our vignettes. We were going to do a lot of different things. I went on vacation, and then something happened the following week we couldn't record, and here we are. So we're starting tonight with our vignettes, um, but let's kind of finish up what we did last time and tie it in today. So you've finished off the Tarla car. Now what?
5: Fireworks, apparently.
1: Are we... Oh yeah,
5: no, really. <laughs> Hopefully they they don't get too excessive.
1: Well, this is the month of July.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I, I think it. I think actually um, <laughs> we did make it back to Cauldron, I believe, because I remember <clears throat> wanting to go to Genia, or it's not Genia now. It's um. Oh my
1: goodness, I can't remember the guy's name, Rupert?
0: Rupert, no. Roberto,
1: are you talking about the Saint Cuthbert? Yes. That is Rufus. Rufus. Yes. Rufus because Rufus, Rufus Lero,
0: because Genia is
1: important. Er. Genia is now the high priestess of yeah. the Church of Saint Cuthbert of Cauldron. Yes. And Rufus Lero is basically who Genia was when you first got here, and is more or less your contact, but jenya has also said i'm very busy but my door is always open for you
0: Mm -hmm. because when we were down there we were down there for a reason looking for you know the um the uh, the formula for the wand yes but we ran into a couple things all pretty much related to the triad the ebon triad um and the journal talks about this dark eye which is what turned car into a lich, which seemed kind of important.
1: The smoking eye.
0: Yes, the smoking eye. Yes. Which I don't know if it's Ayaz or not. I don't know what we're we, da, I don't know. Khaldun doesn't know. So right. it's like, let's talk to somebody who might know about what this is, this source of lichdom, because it may be important. <clears throat>
1: So you guys have gone back to the church comfort, uh, and through Rufus have started talking to Jinya. And it just so happens that this particular day, when you go to visit uh, Jinya, Alma has is here. Mm-hmm. Now, Rachel has been gone for months. Alma has not. Alma's been around. You've seen her at the church several times. You've seen her around town. and. And Rachel's going to go more into what she's been doing when we get around to her vignette. Um, but it's not like she's just been gone and all of a sudden, poof, here's Alma, right? Because I, I think, I know I brought her up a couple of times. Like, you see mm. Alma doing this and you know, she's around town and blah, blah, blah. So Alma did not disappear. Alma just had other things that she prioritized versus what you guys are doing. And... She's just been
2: flipping us the bird every time we see her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like,
4: She's like, don't you care about the environment? <laughs>
1: Freaking tree hugger.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. So you do go back and uh, the four of you, if you want to do your your uh, hellos again. But like I said, it's not like it's been like, oh, it's been forever. It's been, well, yeah. we saw you three days ago. So what's, <laughs> whatever. Um, you do have time with Jinya. And... I think we did this also la- uh, during the uh, Twitch only exclusive. Um, went through the journal, and she she actually translated it because it was originally in Nolish, uh, um, and she's the one that basically gave you the information that I just told you about. You know, he was talking about creating. Uh, one of the other things is that he was creating cages, um, which you did see some. Uh, you saw evidence of that in that gigantic room where you fought the um... The Slod. Because you saw what was remnant because actually it was Khaldun that could tell that cages were being made here. And these cages were being built. They were humanoid-sized cages and the Ebon Triad had been contracted to create these cages because they had the space. Um, And it also um the Ebon Triad had been contracted because they had the space and they had the time they had the effort, and all the cages got done months and months and months ago, maybe even a year ago at this time. Um, all this was in the journal, and you felt like, based on the information and what you saw down there, that this was just a cell for the Ebon Triad, which uh, if we haven't set it on air yet, the Ebon Triad is a... Very secretive, somewhat secretive, not too much where nobody knows about it, obviously. But um, it is a sect of three separate religions: Fekta, Hexter, and Aranthul, all three evil gods. But the Evan Triad is a subset of all three of those who've come together to create what they're going to, what they call the Overgod, and Over it's going to be the combination of these three gods as a major god.
2: And, I, I had in the in the diary I had a note that says uh Talakar intended to become a lich, kill the other two, and help Vecna become the overgod. So I, I don't know if that was the other two gods or the other two leaders of the of the so compound. He,
1: he wanted he wanted all the glory. And he didn't yep. like the other two, and then once he became a lich, he started he just like lost his mind. Okay, um, so
0: which can you can you um expand on that pronoun he which he are we talking about here
1: Tarlikhar lost his mind and wanted to get all the glory for uh, for the Ebon Triad um, he is a he was a full believer of the Ebon Triad the, the thing about the, the three religions Hextra, Erethul versus the Evan Triad is the three main God religious sects, do not like the ebony triad because it feels they feel like they're taking away from the actual whole god itself by creating another god so they're their own entity they're pulling a lot of their their dogmas and, and their beliefs from the original but their belief is to original is to eventually create the singular god from the three that is the ebony triad in a nutshell, Help, I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> That was from Virginia, in my voice.
3: <laughs>
1: Exposition go. Yes. <laughs> well, she has heard of. I mean, you know, she's. She, they've got a, a pretty good library here. She's a well knowledged uh, priestess who's who was under uh, Sarkum, who was a very very. Powerful cleric who actually did a lot of traveling for the church, so he, he had a lot of knowledge and passed it down to her, and that's how she knows about this secretive uh, Evan Triad.
2: Till he died horribly. Till
1: he died at the hands of a monkey. <laughs> that's
4: not very
2: nice.
0: Yes. He yeah.
2: okay, was, was there do things like it that. It was an
0: Uber monkey.
1: It was. It was.
4: He, he was, a, <laughs> he was
1: kind of monkeys tough. are rough. Tongue
4: eater. <laughs> yes. Rips his face was, off.
1: His name was Tongue Eater.
5: Oh, that monkey. I was thinking about a different
2: Guess why? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he liked Tic Tacs. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing? It's, we can move on to the, uh, to the individual vignettes. If there's nothing else you guys want to do to cinch up. I basically, think the last the... episode.
2: Well, I think the only other thing that we did at the end of the last episode is that uh, Tarathiel told the other two that Patch was missing. That's That's right. Um, Because we we went, uh, before going down to fight the Lich, uh, Tarathiel spoke to Gretchen, and Gretchen said that he'd been missing for a couple of days.
1: Yes. So, in order to get the vignettes going, I'm going to go in order of appearance. I don't have a vignette, so I'm going to start with Heath. And Khaldun.
0: Okay. So, so I'm gonna. So full disclosure here. Um, I did not know we we're doing vignettes tonight. I thought we were going to do them Thursday. So I'm going to be winging a lot of this.
1: That's cool. Me too. <clears throat> okay. Uh, well, we were supposed to do this like two Thursdays ago. Yeah. Right. But I wanted. I like. I want to do the vignette before we start the next leg of the journey. Got it. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm so what is caldoon after getting all this knowledge you you guys have cleared out this area under cauldron this cavernous half chiseled half cavernous area um everybody's safe everybody's alive you're fully rested it's the next day
5: taratheel gets a cat
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Tarathiel has now got a cat
4: yay
3: (laughs) i have
1: that cat
4: just what (laughs) we needed it's my cat I have that cat, too.
1: It's the mascot. <laughs> it I, and I would like to take this time, Mike, to just absolutely praise your choice of, uh, of clothing Attire. tonight. Yeah. Accouture uh, Yeah. amazing. <laughs> is that Mickey Mouse that with on it. hearts? Is it yeah, Mickey it or Mickey. Minnie? Uh, <laughs>
0: oh, it's Mickey. <laughs> oh, it's Mikey. Okay.
2: It's cold. So it's
0: Keldman. Oh, okay, so... Um, after, you know, talking with uh, Jinya, getting some information about this, um, this whole connection with Vecna has me very intrigued for lots of different reasons. Um, so, uh, and also I owe Blue Crater quite a bit because they gave us a bunch of resources, which some of them I used. Mm-hmm. And I know that um I sort of got a, uh, at least, uh, so the only resource resources I used was the two scrolls of Dispel Magic.
1: That's right.
0: Um, So I know that I owe them at least that.
1: Which could be time. Doesn't have to be money.
0: Right. Um, So uh, I would like to go to Blue Crater Inn and uh, talk to... Okay, my brain's having to
1: to reload. Jonathan is the... Dorman of the group. But then
0: there is Master Deacon. Uh, Master Deacon. Yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. So to go talk to them and sort of reconnect. Uh, I guess we've only it's only been like two hours because we went down there. We had the whole, you know, teary eyed hobbit scene of you're gonna go face a lich and die. <laughs> this right. terrible. You're such great people, you know. Um, and we survived.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> as the story was told um, so yeah
0: i go back here, i return all the other things that he gave me um, he gave me a scroll of fireball wall of stone, haste uh, protection from evil of good he gave me a bunch of stuff yep. which I didn't use, I give him it all back alright um, and...
1: those are yours to keep if you like uh, just like I said, you have to work off the time but if you want to return it, that's just as fine either way
0: Okay, then um, I'll hang on to them, and I will, you know, work it off because these are extremely useful
1: and valuable. Yes, and I can't replace them.
0: But I can replace the, I can replace the fireball, but none of the other ones.
1: If you will <laughs> help some of the other students and instructors uh, create, recreate the scrolls with just here in the in the academy, uh, we'll call that payment.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Thank you very much, Mr. Deacon.
1: Um,
0: and so I and I lay out the journal. You know, it's it's,
1: it's Tarla Carr's middle,
0: journal. Tarlika's journal. Okay. Explain to him sort of what happened, what our experience was, and the, the connection with Vecna. Which I think in wizardly circles that's gonna like pique everyone's interest.
1: Yes. Because he's like the Uber the Lich god, god of magic, yes. Yeah. Exactly. God deceit, trickery, liches, Yes.
0: Um And um, talk about how Tarlikar was a disciple of the Evan Triad. Apparently, he had some connection with Vecna. um, And Vecna became jealous, I would say, perhaps, of his pursuit of the Evan Triad. I don't know if Vecna caused him to become this creature, this minor lich, or not. But, you know, it describes this event where this dark eye looked upon him, and all of a sudden he was conflicted with undeath. It's
1: it's the smoking eye. Smoking eye. Yeah. The reason I keep clarifying that is the dark eye does actually intone Vecna. Smoking eye, which Jinny you spoke with, she'd never heard of it. Um,
0: Okay. So in my notes I wrote, dark eye has looked upon him. So I wrote that down wrong.
1: Yes, the smoking eye. Smoking eye. Um, uh,
0: snaking, smoking.
1: Snake, snaking eye. I think dark eye is Tolkien. That's the... Uh, Sauron. Sauron. So you're showing this journal to Master Deacon, yeah? I am, yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So as you're talking, go ahead. And he's he's reading through it. He's,
0: yeah. I'm, he's a speeder. I'm, I'm laying out the events, right? And I'm, I'm placing, you know, some theories before him. It's like, at first I thought perhaps this was like his jealousy. You know that he's being—he's one of his worshippers is abandoning him, and that he uh, is—he knew that the the result of this transformation into this minor lich would not go well. You know he sort of viewed it as a punishment, you know, um, sort of a mockery of true lichdom. But um, since you know this does not really sound like the touch of Vecna, I'm not quite sure what's going on here.
1: Master Deacon, he finishes looking through the journal and he reads through it all. He refers to Vecna earlier in the journal as Mm -hmm. Vecna, but later in the journal he refers to something else as a smoking eye. So to me that indicates it was something separate. Okay. And I don't know if you were affected or if you are around. Several months ago there was an event that happened. Oh, it was terrible. Every student, every instructor, most people I know around Cauldron were hit by massive nightmares. Mm -hmm. I was undead. You were undead and Mm -hmm. you had the nightmares. I did. So I don't know if that is related to this or not, because the timing, from what this journal sounds like, is about the time... Around the time that this occurred, okay. Now, time, we, time we, so when that
0: when that happened, we did dig into that some, and I think we just, I think we determined what God that was a definitely a divine event, that what God may have been behind that. Did we not? I thought we don't, did.
1: No, I don't think so. Why? Okay. Hope not, because that'd be a big reveal. Uh, I don't think that I told I you specifics. That. I think you had, uh, it was, it was a massive terror, like, and everybody, like, you all made saving throws when you woke up, like, it was a major psychic event, and everybody got hit by it, and it was, uh,
5: uh, we were in the Lucky Monkey,
1: right? Yes, you were, you were, it was after a long rest in the Lucky Monkey, after you had found Father, uh, Sarkham, um, and he did a long rest or maybe right before he went, I don't remember exactly the timing, but yeah, that was about the time you were down the Lucky monkey, monkey and then, mm-hmm. um, came back up and he did some research trying to find where you've just spent the last six months in real time.
0: Okay. All right.
1: And so master deacon is, is maybe the timing's off. It sounds about the same time. Whenever this happened, it may have been a result. Um, I'm not sure. I have heard of the Ebon Triad. Um, It's a fairly new cult, as in within the last hundred years. I guess new relatively to the the world. Um, They're part of Vecna, but they have taken followers of Vecna. They don't actually follow Vecna the way true followers would. They're following this over-god that they're trying to create. They're not. So
0: I, I did, Vecna's not part of the Evan Triad, right?
1: Yes. Yes, it is.
0: Wait, it's, you said it's, Hexter?
1: Hexter, Erethal, and Vecna are part oh. of the Evan Triad.
0: Okay. All right. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. That makes a little more sense. For some reason, I did not. I forgot that. So, whoever, whatever god this is, maybe... Um, opposed to the Ebon Triad.
1: Possibly, yes. I see what you're saying. Um, as far as how Tarlicar became a lich overnight, usually that takes long time. A lot of power, a lot of research, a lot of uh, ingredients creating a phylactery. That takes. Yeah, a as lot he, of as he
0: mentions that, I pull out the phylactery jewels. He was in the process of creating a phylactery,
1: and he looks at it. And he hands it back to you. I don't think that'll worked. That's just a, a paltry compared to what a phylactery needs to be valued. This thing, it probably wouldn't have worked as a true so, phylactery.
0: The battle with Tarly Carr was tough. I mean, he knocked us all around the room. So I, I'm not going to minimize his power, but he was a minor lich. I mean. So maybe you just need a little itty bitty box for a soul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he actually chuckles. <laughs> well, you know, it's that's possible. That's, that's, that's a definite possibility. And he pulls out a journal and scratches out the list of where you'll be a teacher at Blue Crater Academy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I, I do know that, like most... Evil. It takes time to grow power, and if this thing had just become a lich, that it didn't have time to realize its own abilities yet. Lucky for you.
0: Yes, very lucky for us because we, it was that was a tough, that was a close fight, very very close fight. Um, okay.
1: Do you, if Matt, if Matt remembers correctly, you actually fell in that fight. You I fell did. in the combat. Yeah. Yes, right. I woke
0: up on the ground thanks yep. to Mike. He saved my butt. Yes. um so do you you would you have any um recommendations for people i can talk to or areas i can research to look for more information about this what's behind the smoking eye and perhaps even the nightmares
1: um you're obviously welcome to use our uh our library here um I know that you're friendly, or at least an associate with uh, the, S- the Church of St. Cuthbert. You've mentioned mm-hmm. it many times before.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Uh, if they'll let you use their library, that might be a source of information. Okay. I I do not know what this is. I, I don't recognize the smoking eye. Okay.
0: Okay. Well then. Um, have you seen Copper? Yep. <laughs> is he still around here? He
1: Hopefully is. He's helping the students? He uh, he definitely keeps them entertained.
3: I have,
0: I have uh, a big bag of copper pieces I think he might be interested
1: I in. wish you wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because there are now three. Oh. Twerp now has a brother. Oh. They've been feeding him a lot of copper.
0: Well, hopefully, hopefully they're useful in teaching some of the new students things like transmutation, maybe even illusion.
1: Well, it, you know, they they have been studying him and talking to him about his his uh, his origins and uh-huh. his society. I didn't know they actually lived in actual organized societies, like whole cities of mimics. I never knew that. So. Yes, Boxy and to a minor extent Twerp have been very useful and very helpful in teaching students and the instructors. Uh, I could not tell you where he is.
0: Okay, all
1: right, that's fine. <laughs> I get up off the chair,
3: hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eyes are everywhere. You know, that's, ooh, ooh. Hmm, I need to talk to Mike. I need to talk to Terrathiel. <laughs>
2: I just got a great idea. <laughs> Does it have to do with in- inventing googly eyes in this universe and just stacking them on everything in Blue Crater Academy? Everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we have a way it. That's what over. I was thinking.
3: <laughs> Blue
5: Crater Academy creates the world's best and most paranoid wizards.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: They're everywhere. <clears throat> Um, Well, so uh, we are in the process of moving into a space down below. He knows about the caves. The caves, we're probably going to be using it for, um, you know, uh, a home base, hopefully. Um, If it turns out that Boxing and Twerp are kind of causing problems, we can probably give them a really nice home. Also... Also, um, <clears throat> there are lots of spaces um, and the area was home to a very accomplished lich, um, a very accomplished uh, gnome wizard. So there, um, there's a pretty good library down there. If there are any students who would like to come down and perhaps get some hands-on experience with lots of different things, they, I, I have to speak with my, my um my friends, but I think they would be more than welcome to come down, perhaps spend some time, do some research.
1: If you allow our faculty and students at your discretion to come down into that area and do some studies, mm-hmm. he pulls out the journal and rewrites instructor for the Blue Crater Academy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, I I, I don't. I don't know the architecture. It looks dwarven to me, but I I don't know that kind of thing. So um, there's probably quite a few things that could be learned down there. Also, it's very wide open spaces. So if there, if you do need spaces for explosions, there's there's spaces to be had. So I'll extend that offer. I do have to confirm it with my friends though before I can. I can't just. It's not mine completely
1: in either case he stands up and holds his hand out by the power invested in me as the head instructor of the blue crater academy based on your accomplishments you are hereby welcome to join us as faculty
0: uh i accept
1: thank you very much fire alarm um (laughs) your knowledge uh, your experiences alone put you way above anybody else that's been in <laughs> tenure no tenure <laughs> <laughs> i can't blow up students. no tenure no um, just based on your experience alone you've you've you and your friends have fought and defeated a vampire and uh, a, a lich and you've basically befriended a mimic yes you're welcome uh, you would be an, an amazing right. addition to our—I almost said church <laughs> academy academy.
0: Uh, I thank you very much. This is—I um, never, never in my dreams that I imagined when I fled my society that it would—I would find a place where I was so welcomed.
1: And on that note. If you ever have time and have the inclination, I would love to speak with you about that. You're leaving. Tunerath, mm-hmm. you're leaving. Just your experiences.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'd be happy to.
1: Excellent. Achievement uh, unlocked. Achievement Professor. Unlocked. You may use that as your prologue to your name now. like a MMO. <laughs> 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 Professor <laughs> Khaldun. Professor Khaldun. Um, I just
5: realized I don't have any uh, labels on anyone. Oh, come on. And we lost Rachel for a second. And
1: Rachel's gone. Well, that was a short stint with Rachel. We'll see her (laughs) next time. I don't
0: know where she's at. I see her. She's right next to me on Hollywood
2: Squares. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to endorse you for a BS on LinkedIn, but now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're going to look into more information about the Smoking Eye? Yes. Was that specifically it, or were you...
0: would be sort of the two sort of paths that I would follow all right looking for some kind of connection Um, so I I think those are really my primary concerns right now as far as sort of this little section is concerned okay Um, there are some things I would like to do as far as you know either researching or buying or crafting magic items but we don't need to do that right now
1: all right so Basically, then for the next couple of months, which is basically the dur—excuse me—the duration of this vignette, you're going to be paying your time back yep. and researching the Smoking Eye, maybe the Nightmares, yep. and Ebon Triad, I mean, just because yes. you asking a lot about it. Right. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if I can spend some time either crafting or finding some way to purchase a couple of things.
1: What do you have in mind? Um, Well, I
0: I have a a short, simple list. The first one is Goggles of Night, so I can see in the dark. dark. Um, The next one is, uh, I think, Boots of Flying. And then the last two are an Amulet of Health and then Upgrading my um, Arcane Grimoire, which this Phylactery Jewel would be the perfect thing to do that with.
1: It's definitely uh, usable as uh, a magic component, absolutely. So those, those are the,
0: I mean, I, I, I doubt I have time to, have to do all that, but that's my short list of
1: things I would be interested okay. in. All right, I'll take a look at those between sessions, and okay. we'll talk about that later. Anything else for your vignette? No, that was short and sweet. That's that, that's Doom. fine. He's that's fine. It's just kind of yeah. like. Yeah. All right. So you'll oh, spend. Uh, uh, oh, too late! Sorry. Sorry. You said you were done. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, as far as our our um the cave is concerned. <clears throat> oh yeah. This as is is an abjurer. Yes. Arcane lock. I can arcane lock freaking everything.
1: So let, let's talk about that real quick. Are you? This is the whole part. This is everybody. Are you guys moving down into that area? Yes.
0: I, I would like to. Uh, I don't know if we've had the discussion, but I think it'd be smart.
1: Well, I would just like to have a name for it instead of the place or the joint or, you know. So think about that, something we can call it. Um, but, cool. So you are you did actually mention, uh, it was last episode, but we're talking about what you were going to talk about during the vignette. And one of the things you want to do was to shore up the defenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had spoken with... Uh, Keegan Gilv, mm-hmm. who has been hiding out at uh, St. Cuthbert's church with Jinya because he's still exiled. I mean, he wasn't mm-hmm. forgiven for his, his part in the kidnapping of the children. I think, um, did, did Trathiel
0: not offer him perhaps some place to stay down in the cave? He,
3: he, he, yes,
2: but we had to finish clearing it out before right. oh, he okay. could come down. Yeah. Yeah. So this... he was going to work on putting a physical lock on the door, like putting up a gate. Um, and I gave him the Hat of Disguise, so he can move around the city.
1: Right. So he's, uh, granted, it's been a couple hours, but Keegan has been at this point just drawing schematics. Like, you gave him the dimensions of it, so he's in the midst of creating uh, an iron gate that's lockable uh, with a badass lock. Um, And then your three henchmen are also going to be moving down in there, and just to kind of give you guys a behind the veil, and I guess the listeners too, you guys have a pool of henchmen now, right? You've got the three that helped you fight Vecna. Vecna help you fight a lich. Um, You've got the two that you discovered down in Drakthar's Way. Um, You've got Keegan Gelf. And honestly, if you chose to, you could have probably a student from um, the Academy. Or even a priest from Saint Cuthbert's Church. So, you're you're acquiring these henchmen, and they are as to where you want them to stay. If you want them to stay down there or whatever, y'all need to have that discussion. Like to do it on air at some point, maybe not today, there in the vignettes, but like, just you're growing in power, you're growing in, in in notoriety, and people are wanting to follow you and learn from you. And honestly, uh, after you finished up with Master Deacon, uh, he mentioned that you're welcome to take a student. That one, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: okay, I can definitely use some extra hands because the place is large. Okay. Um, so I would appreciate that.
1: So I'm gonna let you come up with him or her, okay. whatever you want. All right. Um, and uh, we'll move on if that's it for your vignette. I, I'm I'm good. I think this is good. All right. Notes are completed. Mr. Jamie, hmm. what's Fairs on doing?
5: <coughs>
1: Fiddle. Jamie Jamie is working on the stream. So he's being very diligent. I can see that. Yes. Do you want to skip and come back? We can go uh, to you later if you'd like, if you need no, some more time.
5: No, as long as everyone, you know, as long as Skype will chill the out, um, then I think we'll be fine for just a minute. <laughs> okay. So I think... Um, I remember that Ferzon was going to go, I think he was so headed to, it, to Skies.
1: Well, I wrote it down. You, you gave me a couple of things you wanted to do. Um, you wanted to go to Skies Emporium. You mm-hmm. wanted to go to the Saint, to Church of St. Cuthbert because you wanted to talk about training Thistle. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you even mentioned taking a level of cleric at some point, maybe. So maybe talking to, to Jinnia about learning more about St. Cuthbert and whatnot. So that's, that's what I've got written down. <laughs>
5: Yeah, by all um, means,
1: it does, doesn't have to be any of that. You can do whatever you like.
5: Well, the the um, taking uh, thistle to Saint Cuthbert or to um, what's the other one? Cord.
1: The cord, one, yes.
5: Yeah, cord maybe just to give him uh, fighter levels, or um, um, but yeah, yeah, just just the you know training montage sort of thing to you know. Get get them get them their levels and uh,
0: and uh, I don't remember what it's called sidekick levels. I'm, I'm I'm imagining the scene in Conan when they're doing that, you know, <laughs> the training and the, the face in the.
1: I, I totally had Rocky in part four in uh, Siberia, like running through 18 feet of snow and doing pushups and <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah, the general training montage 101 with Thistle.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, game mechanics wise, these guys level up as you do. Um, it's they're pretty basic. It's not like you can't multi-class with one of these yeah. guys. So, taking him to see uh, uh, to the the to the uh, Colosseum, basically, of Cord uh, probably would be better. Of course, Saint Cuthbert is a very very martial god. Like their their priests aren't just like monks; they're paladins and mm. And you're pretty sure, uh, Jina could hold her own in a fight. Uh, so it's really up to you. Depends on who you'd like to go to. Uh, or uh, well,
5: both. on I mean, F- Lam- is going to be uh, spent because he spent um, kind of in that in that first uh, little bit. He spent time at Cord, and it was more. Um, sorry i didn't realize mike had actually gotten up and left i freaked out for a minute because i was like oh there's an empty spot but no <laughs> uh, <laughs> i was like what did i do uh so he spent time at cord you know learning more you know uh uh you know combat maneuvers and that sort of thing but now i see him spending more time at saint cuthbert learning more tactics um okay. so when when he and thistle are training um it's you know maybe a session at cord you know beating the hell out of him you know get up you know now now that he's now that he's hurt he drags him over to st cuthbert and sits him down in front of a in front of like the little um you know chessboard thing with the with the slidey you know the uh the 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 war boards where you slide the units around and you know you're doing the war games and things like that you know simulating uh troop movements and and things like that so you know propping him up when he's you know uh exhausted just trying to teach him those sorts of things, because I, I see the um, you know the fighter bits of Faison as you know more more focused on you know the swinging swinging the staff and that sort of thing, but the uh, battle master where he's you know learning control and having knowing how to do um, you know the the trip attacks and the reposts and things of that nature and the uh, the precision attacks he's learning those from the people at Saint Cuthbert because they're a bit more controlled a bit more you know um well, tactical for lack of a better reason and that's the way i my interpretation of it you know
1: well it makes sense because you look at thistle and he's just he was basically a thug he was mm-hmm. a it was a merc hired just to guard uh you know it no real training so yeah it it, it makes a lot of sense that uh you would take him and honestly it's not like Thistle is assigned to on. It's just yeah. use that as you're controlling him. So mm-hmm. you could take all three of them and do the same thing, all three. Basically giving reason for them to level up, quote-unquote. Yeah, yeah. So all three of them, you're taking them to see uh, Asfelkir at the, the uh, Temple of Lordly Might and go through all the – yeah, and then play some chess and war games. So sure, absolutely. You can uh, train all three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
5: In the sidekick levels, those are in warrior, right?
1: Uh, it's called something, but theirs are there's the, the martial type. There's three different kinds. There's like a roguish type, there's a fighter type, and then there's like a caster type. These guys are the fighter types.
5: Okay. Uh, yeah, experts, spellcasters, and warriors.
1: So. Warriors, that's it. These three are warriors. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they're still level three warriors. I'm going to level them up on your even levels.
5: Okay. Okay. Excellent so they so they're um yeah so they get their their improved critical at level three so yeah he's he's i could i could see them kind of making progress um you know when they when they strike they're striking you know a bit more precisely you know um even even (laughs) fair doesn't have improved critical so he can see he sees them (laughs) striking a little bit better more often he's like hmm maybe i (laughs) maybe i need to learn a few things from you
1: well that could be uh Asphilk here like that you know you talk about the Conan montage this guy sounds like Arnold like yeah will, the guy will train you yeah I will, I, that kind of thing.
5: <laughs> I think you've done Get a good job here. already. Get those people here. <laughs> uh but yeah that's that's what I see like him him just training those guys um uh, use use guys, as, use guys as in their in their warrior levels so uh, so all three of them,
1: Thistle, Ajar and Sukuro. Mm-hmm. Going to train all three of them. Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh yeah, and um have we spoken through our level stuff? Is that part of today, tomorrow? Uh you time? did
1: level up after we can do that when everybody's done. With, okay. It, it, time permitting, if not we'll just do it next time.
5: Okay, okay. Um and then let's see
1: uh the trip to skies. <laughs> Okay, go to Sky's Emporium and mm-hmm. the little uh, gnomish woman who you've spoken to on several occasions. Uh, Welcome, and she's dusting things off, and she beams with like pure joy and happiness to see one of the three people who have given her more <laughs> money than everybody else in the last <laughs> ten years walk in her door.
5: Yeah, just, just she, like, she,
1: she yeah, brings but... out like the the crystal and like the caviar like have a seat. <laughs> what let's discuss what you're buying today. <laughs> yeah,
5: he, he kind of he kind of, you know, leans back from the from the expensive food. He's like that is not necessary. <laughs> I do not require any okay, fancy food. Yes. Yeah, she,
1: <laughs> she gets pulls out a cracker. I could afford this now.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. But I'm not here for food. I am here for more equipment. Okay. Uh, i'm looking for a belt that would give me the strength of a giant
1: well aren't you oh giant not an ogre uh all right well i don't have one here um not been much as far as far as people trading magic items you are the last adventurers i've seen besides that stupid storm whatever who they are they're not they're not real um what stupid any... storm what the storm blades you know the noble kids who are going around yeah, they took them out the dinner they're them at the dinner they're this adventuring group but it's just a bunch of nobles kids they took out those kobolds and they're just anyway they don't have anything they nothing they never come here they're not my friends you're my friend <laughs> Uh, I don't have that I know what you're talking about, I've heard of those before I don't think I've ever had one come through my store um, I'm certainly happy to send out feelers and, and requests to other towns, I'll start with Sasserine, uh, the port town and see what I can come up with
5: oh, That would be excellent It would be a, a welcome addition
1: So in game mechanics what are you looking for? Uh,
5: a belt of hill giant strength
1: Belt of Hill Giant Strength. Yes.
5: All right. I okay. I think it's a. Um, or, or yeah, belt of belt of giant strength. Hill Comma, giant. Yep. comma hill. Yeah. So 20, 21 strength. <clears throat> um, I think that would be it. Oh 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 oh. Uh, so he he would also ask ask Sky. I do have one other question. Do you know if there exists a and he, he pulls off pulls off his belt one of the one of the axes, his hand axes, a a magical axe that when thrown, it will return to you. I nearly lost these two and they are they've been with me for some time.
1: Well DM just rolled I strangely enough have one it's a axe of returning you throw it and it comes back to your hand very rather quickly magically um slightly enchanted to do be uh more useful in combat do more damage easier to hit with but it does return to your hand yes yes i have i didn't realize i had it was Oh, the DM rolled in '93, so it was buried somewhere <laughs> deep in a pit of, of other things I have. Um, yes, I do have it. Uh, would you like to buy it? <laughs> How much would it cost me? Cost is such a strange word. Um, I would be willing to give this to you for just a small pittance. Uh, oh, and stuff. I what a four thousand gold. Good she lord! Looks down the floor and scratches her head. <clears throat> or forty thousand silver, whatever's your preference.
0: That's actually a discount.
3: That is yeah. a discount. Yeah. She looks around. Who <laughs> said didn't,
1: that? I, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> and now he's box empty. Now I'm really freaking out because yeah. he's not sitting there.
5: It's not really, hand <laughs> Says uh, that that may be a, a little much. That's what I was hoping to pay for the belt.
1: Uh, the belt might be a little bit more than that. About the same price, but considering I have to find it and pay finders' fees to get it here, it might have a little up, a little bit more of a, an up charge to it. Um, at Four thousand or forty thousand silver. For an item of this exquisite, and she throws it against the wall, and it hits and sticks it right back in her hand, is uh, not a trifling trinket. Well worth every silver. <laughs> Normally, it would be 5000 but you are a very good customer. You and your friends, where are they, by the way? Do they have any need for more items?
5: I uh, believe they are investigating some things we there seems to be another missing person
1: oh dear have them come investigate my magic items at some point um <laughs> are you interested i'll hang on to it if you would like to go uh, procure money or get a loan, get a
5: loan. It's, it says it's a if it is an axe of returning i don't believe you'll be able to get rid of it
1: You're you're the funniest person I've ever met Would you like to bite us now? Uh, Not today, thank you Would you like for me to hold on to it for you?
5: Yes, but it may be some time Until we can (laughs) kill another lich
1: How much time are we talking about?
5: How long has it been since the last time we came in disguise? Months
1: I think it's Couple months,
5: he <laughs> said. Uh, probably another f- few months before we can I can gather that much silver.
1: All right, I'll try to keep it in stock. <laughs> Give me a, a, a insight. Oh yeah, this is going to go well. That's all right.
5: Uh, insight. Well, it's not. It's not terrible. Twenty. Twenty. I just...
1: Uh, You you are very, very certain that she will not sell this in the next five years. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But, you know, she she takes it, she sets it over on the... the, I will keep this just for you at the same price for one month. However, the price will go up if it's past a month up to its full retail value of $5,000. Gold pieces. Now I'm having to talk in gold terms because silver is just not a big enough currency. You come in here with 400 platinum, we can talk.
5: I don't have many platinum. Yeah, don't have that many platinum. <clears throat> so, as, well, I will see so you we, in a month.
0: We have some treasure that I don't think we've gold out because I'm you looking have at a this lot list of like, treasure. like none of this is on my character sheet.
1: So I don't know if this is just fares on like trying to haggle or whatever, but like, you guys have a lot of money that maybe you've forgotten about. Remember, behind the two uh, spawns of chaos, there was that massive uh, uh, chest of like hundred thousand copper, like tons and tons of money.
0: Yeah. So we've got we've got a long list of treasure that I don't think we've really taking the time to dole out, because I'm looking at some of these numbers, and I'm like, my character sheet has 15 gold on it, and I know that I haven't spent.
1: <laughs> well, you sp- um, you do spend so a lot I've, I've been, I Yes, I have stuff, bought some spells. Yeah. But not that much.
2: I have, have 4,636 gold on my character sheet.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, Jamie, just in case, is this like Farazon trying to be coy, or is this Jamie just not having the cash?
5: Yeah, I mean, I've got... Um, Sixty-eight platinum and forty-eight hundred gold. So okay, okay. I think I think that is right on the coinage. But yeah, we didn't. um, We don't. As far as I know, we haven't sold any of the. um, Let's see. There's there's a few things I've got here that you know that have some, um, like the the an alchemy jug. No, Uh an alchemy jug. Yes. The nature's mantle, we, I mean, you know, the, the elven chain, some of those things that I don't know if anyone here could actually use. Oh, we have a jade statue to give to Alma.
1: Yay. Aw, oh, nice.
5: Yeah.
4: He's so sweet.
5: It's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's a thousand <laughs> gold pieces, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: pretty sweet. Pretty, pretty sweet. So let's talk about the money that was in the... Uh, the chest behind the two, uh, the two spawns of chaos. I, if y'all didn't write it down, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what it is again, real quick, because it was a lot. Okay. Fifteen thousand five hundred copper. Yep. Okay. Eight thousand silver.
5: Oh. Okay. five.
1: Four thousand five hundred gold.
0: Oh.
1: And oh. two hundred <laughs> platinum.
0: Yeah, I did not have that written down. Oh, yeah, I didn't have that
1: one. I had the, well,
5: the obsidian chest, but it didn't have that in it.
1: Well, the thing was, is things were moving, and you were trying to clear things out. But once you killed Tarlacar, I mean, the place was cleared out. So you had a few moments to go back and check it out. Yeah, you have money. Now, who gets that money is not really up to me. But that is what the party found just cash alone in that one chest. And you feel like, you know, that was literally what that was. That was the, the treasury of the Ebon Triad.
0: Cause we've got, um, also there's a, a greasy, there's a Ruby 600 gold from the, this is the slot room, I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Emerald, hundred gold, 15 plat, uh, loot worth 1500 gold. I'm pretty sure we have not liquidated any of that. Um, all that cash.
1: So I tell oh, yeah. you what, why? Well, let's do that off air because nobody likes to play Accounting. Excel and Word. Yep. Perfect. Um, <laughs> what? Does that? Does, <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's where I started. Does that change your mind, Jamie? Um, or do you still want to hold off?
5: I think I think splitting that, <clears throat> splitting that between the party um, won't be an. Not me. I, yeah. Not me. <laughs> well, my my main focus is to get the to get the belt, but then I'll. Then I'll sell the bracers. So I don't, I don't think that's. I still don't think that's going to be enough. But yeah, we can we can look at that off air. Okay, that's fine.
1: So you're interested in the axe. You're interested in the belt, but mm-hmm. we'll just take care of that later. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. That's fine. All right.
5: And then the only other thing I think he would be doing um, would be um, going out to what's what's the blacksmith's blacksmith's name.
1: Uh the original one, um uh Garthon.
5: Yeah, Garthon. because uh, uh, he had he had spoken to uh, uh had spoken to Garthon.
1: No. Gurnazon. Gurnazon. He's the blacksmith that Caldoon spoke with when he first got into town. So Gurnazon is the one that's yes, Gurnazon.
5: Gurnazon?
1: Gurnazarn Smithy, number twenty four on the map. Okay.
5: And number one in our hearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he'll head over to Gurnazarn's smithy and speak to him because um, he was he had asked about a the gate. Yes, um, and then um, he, I figure uh, he may look into um, like helping with that gate, you know, um, you know, just manning the forge or manning the bellows or something like that, um, and then when he's um, uh, you know when he's putting the finishing touches on it um you know just watching just how how it's done because he, he's got the um he's got the um painter's tools you know that's that's you know he's 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 got the practice uh has got the practice you know with uh making those precise movements you know on on canvas so see that is like his when he when he got his battle master's uh, Battlemaster level you know he he picked up that uh, tool proficiency um so you know he he does you know the the those i guess those fine movements you know he's got he started you know got a little bit more mastery of those fine movements uh, but i'd like to see him you know put in some time at the forge um and then start doing things that are not necessarily like structural like welding and stuff like that but to um, start forming metal into making them, you know, statues or artistic or, you know, making decorative things on like on the gate. You know, so, so instead of just being like the bars, maybe they're, maybe it's shaped into, you know, some sort of uh, icon or, or some th- sort of design. Um, so kind of more focused but with strength behind it. You know, He's he's building strength and control at the same time. You know, kind of the same principle as you know, the artistic work, um, you know, by, you know, with the, with the painting, but with, you know, something heavier, you know, cause he's, he's moving into upper level. So I think, I think he would need to, or mid level. So I think he would need to, you know, kind of change his training up a little bit.
1: So Gernazarn is uh, a very, very talented dwarven blacksmith and he could help you with like etching, which mm-hmm. is what he knows how to do etching designs and the sides of, uh, of blades and, and axes and things like that. Um, he might be able to show you a few things as far as you know, the finer points of those, uh, those delicate movements. Um, it sounds like you're wanting to do basically kind of like sculpting, like metal sculpting. It didn't sound like you wanted to etch into a weapon. It sounded like you wanted to build something like attached to a gate or. Yeah. Know, yeah. Like it would be, dog it would be statue.
5: more, yeah, it would be more, um, trying to think of what you know in in real life he would be if he would be building you know um, but I, I don't know All if that right. that i, I explained my my kind of kind of what I, I want to do? not so, clearly
1: okay. tell me in game terms what you want to do
5: uh, i mean there's there's no there's no um, there's no mechanic are... behind it just um... so
4: like fancy wrought iron gates like wrought yeah. iron gates that are super strong but they have a nice design to it like they have a finesse
5: yeah, yeah, but it would take more. Like, so he's he's just just in in terms of his of his like training himself. You know, um, uh, there's there's no game mechanic behind it. It's just it's well, just. Well, the all. reason
1: I ask is you mm-hmm. can train in skills. Yeah, that's why I ask if there's a game mechanic because you could train in blacksmithing or you could train in another tool or yada yada yada. It would cost you money and time, which is what this is all about. These vignettes is mm-hmm. money and time to be spent. So if you would like to train in another uh, profession or tool or or skill or take expertise in the skill you already have, this is when you do it. Okay. Okay. Is that is that what you're wanting to do, or is this not, just kind of like a role play thing where you go and yeah, learn yeah how to it be was, a, better, a different?
5: Is more more just kind of describing how he, you know, the leveling up process. Okay. Uh, you know, working with working with him, but in terms of mechanics, you know, not the uh, Nothing additional onto, you know, onto fares on.
1: To I yada yadded. Oh no. <laughs> um, did, you, did you yada okay. yada? Apparently, I yada we yadded.
2: We were having a discussion about how this this podcast doesn't yada yada, unlike <laughs> others. I then immediately yada yada straight.
1: <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> it's amazing. I, I retract my yada yada.
2: Could not have planned it better. <laughs> Just one yada.
1: <laughs> All right, so you're spending uh, some of your downtime with Gurnas Arnav for over the next couple of months,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, just fine-tuning your artistic ability into a new format. Yep. yep. All right.
5: Yeah, and um, were we going to spend some time during these looking for information for Patch too? Was that part of this?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Okay, it's just, yeah.
5: okay. so um, he would probably...
1: So let me let me interrupt you real quick, okay? Um, because I know Tarathiel was interested in that as well, okay? And I, I threw a message at you guys on Discord, uh, like our private little thing. You guys don't have to be solo in your vignettes. If you want to go, say, hey, will you come with me to do this? Uh, I don't want to step on any, on your toes, Mike, as your vignette. But yep. like, if you both have the same idea, there's no reason not to get together, to team up. You know, psychic. <laughs>
2: That's true. Um, I, I mean, yeah, my intention was to go straight to the orphanage. That's that's the first part of my vignette. So okay. I can take Kel'dun with me if he wants to come. Uh, take Fezan with me. Why do I do that? Okay. <laughs> I know who you are.
1: <laughs> so if that's what Mike's going to do, why don't you join him on his then? Okay. okay. Is that cool with you? Yep. We All can right. jump to the orphanage. Is there anything else that you want to do besides that in your vignette?
3: Mm-mm.
5: I think that about covers it. Thank you. All right. You're
0: welcome. Um, uh, I wanted to add something to sure. mine uh, once um, <clears throat> Deacon promoted me Professor it, Khaldun has a pennant tied to the hilt of his greatsword and right yes. now it's still the red one uh-huh. from when we defeated the bandits um, he's going to change it out for the pennant of the Blue Crater Academy
1: okay now you also had a different when you first arrived at culture, it was different so this will be the third. Cha- this will be a second change. It'll be the third different pendant, uh, right? Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. So you no longer hang that first pendant, or is no. this an addition to? No, 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 no.
0: Just one at a time.
1: Okay. So now you're hanging the pendant of the Blue Crater Academy. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Mister Mac, Mister Tarathiel. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so uh, Tractor will grab Ferzan and uh, get him to help get him to help carry um, the, the toys that he had manufactured because we haven't given them to the kids, and it gives him a good excuse to go back to the orphanage.
1: All right. So you head to the orphanage. Uh, same time frame. You get there. Uh, Gretchen meets you. It just doesn't even say hi. So come on in, come on in, you know, and everybody there, all the employees, all the kids, it's just one of their typical days. It's just pure chaos of children playing and them trying to wrangle them and feed them during the day. Um, And Gretchen, uh, she just smiles at the two of you. What brings you around? We
2: uh, have some little gifts for the children just to, you know, I, I know that they probably don't have much and we, wanted to give them something fun.
1: Well, that's very kind of you. And she also uh, pulls out from a pocket and dangles a a, a raven em, uh, amulet in front of you and hands it back to you. Thank you. It was a Thank raven, right? Thank you for
2: holding on to it. It's yeah. Okay. It's um it's important. And I didn't want to lose it.
1: Well, I appreciate you entrusting me and taking care of that. It's very 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 kind of you
2: Uh, anyone that looks after children for a living has to be trustworthy
1: and she yells (laughs) the voice goes from like the nice little Gretchen to hey kids you know like it just just (laughs) echoes throughout the entire uh, uh, orphanage and all the kids come down and uh, you're I mean, actually, it's probably Fairzon, got the, the big bag over his shoulder of toys. <laughs> now, these are the toys that you met with Moonfish down on the side of the of the, the volcano and had her create out of um, just stuff from nature, like vines yep. and, and trees and weavings and just things like that.
2: Yeah, and these are all little Khalduns and little Farzans.
1: Right. Action <laughs> figures.
2: <laughs> the little action figures
1: and in one um, of them you placed uh remind me what you did with that
2: yeah so it has a finger f- from the lucky monkey in it um so i just want to make sure that that one goes to tarum
1: okay and he grabs uh, it. As, who's who's the action figure of it goes to Tarim?
2: Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Let, let's let's roll a die and figure all it out. all
3: right all right
2: Uh I guess uh Fezan, you're there, pick odds or evens.
5: Uh three fingers. Is it odds.
2: Odds it is. And it was a three. It's oh. a it's a Fezan. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> Aww. I feel like that has to be a Tirathiel.
2: <laughs> no, Terathiel didn't have any of him made.
1: Oh really? Okay,
2: <laughs> no. okay. Nope. The they are Kaldoons and Ferzans. Um <laughs> Fairzon gets a fair zone with a lucky monkey finger in it. <laughs> 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 That's a sentence I was not prepared for, and it escaped my face.
1: <laughs> so what was the purpose behind that? Did you want to keep that behind the screen? So you told me a couple of months ago, um, but the purpose of the finger
2: uh, I, I guess yeah, I can talk about it because uh, it may never come up. But the the whole point was that I've got I got Fezzan to draw the, the finger as accurately as possible, so that if Term goes missing again, then we have some kind of object that we can use to attempt to locate him. It's wildly convoluted, but it was like <laughs> I, I, I wanted to have like a secret mechanism for being able to do that.
1: I think it's a great idea. Like it makes scrying that it makes it almost a given that you'll scry somebody if you have something like that. Do you have inspiration? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, dang. <laughs> All right. But uh, I did,
2: it. I did also, yeah, <laughs> so I, I did also kind of assume that like somebody that takes Terram and tries to hide him might do something to hide him. Cause I, I also thought like, you know, we could, I could have just got Fezan to make a picture of Terram and then we could have used that to scry on him and find him. Um, <laughs> Doing it to an object makes it more likely that that won't get messed with. That if they try and do something to hide term, that they won't do it to the doll.
1: Well, it's also really, really nice. It's a double double plus good. You know, um, You gave a bunch of toys to kids on top of that, right? So mm-hmm. it had a secondary, or maybe the primary reason was to bring some joy to the children, but you... I think it's a good. I, I, when you told me it's about a, it originally, I thought it was a really cool idea. So, it's madness I to the method. Dig it. <laughs> uh, cool. And they're all, you know, they're they're doing the typical, doing pull ups on uh, Farzon's outstretched arms and using him as a basically jungle ground. Yeah, jungle gym. Um,
2: and uh, as usual, Tarantula's kind of awkward around the kids, yeah. but he seems to like them. <laughs> yeah.
4: I feel he's like he's not really up sure
2: up, how to deal a with little them.
1: More comfortable.
2: Yeah. Well, it it's more that like I think Trattio sees that Fezzan has an easy way with kids and and Tirathiel doesn't. He's kind of not really sure what to do with them. But <laughs> but he likes being around the kids. Okay. And I think we've revealed on the stream from the the dream that Trattio had that he has a daughter somewhere.
1: He does have a daughter, but Nothing else has really been spoken about your daughter. Yeah, just you dreamed that she was uh, in danger. In danger. She was being tortured and, to be re- and wanting to be to be released. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. Pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, at- <laughs> pretty
0: standard. Pretty, <laughs> pretty standard
2: pretty stuff, standard. really. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so Tarathiel will take the take the pendant from Gretchen and kind of. Put it back around his neck and tuck it in under his armor um any word on patch
1: no no um so i I know i mean patch he's he's a grown boy now you know we we don't keep him uh we don't put uh sorry before there is not a curfew for patch he can come and go as he likes which is probably how he got in all that trouble in the first place. And I've told him, we've talked about that. Um, Never good. Nothing ever good happens after midnight. I keep telling him that, but um, he he comes and goes and it's not unusual for him to go and come back a day later. And usually it's toward end, uh, uh, end of the weeks when he has no or fewer chores where he can spend time out. He's a growing boy. He has to, you know, go out and live the world and find himself a good woman and make babies and, supply more labor for the future of our society. Um, So it's not such a bad thing for him to not show up, but he's been gone for three or four days now. Uh, It it has been. Today will be the fourth day that nobody's seen or heard from him in this orphanage. And he, 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 his stuff, his his belongings. He didn't have a whole lot, but in his room, nothing. Everything that he normally had in there, uh, not that I snoop, but nothing's really gone. All his stuff is still here. He didn't pack up and leave.
3: And he would have told me. To
1: I I I feel like he would have told me. Like, we we've had a great relationship. Um, even more so since you found out his connection with those bad bad men. Um. He's told me a lot, and he's told me he's not going to be dealing with them anymore. Um, He even told me he refused to go to that place where he met the first... Was it Last Laugh? And She kind of crosses herself a little bit. Um, She refuses to go. He told me he wasn't going back there ever again.
2: Did did they ask him to?
1: He didn't mention it. Uh, This was... This was a couple of days before the tip
0: tanker. the tip tanker?
1: Yeah, the tip tanker. Okay. Um, this was a couple of days before he went missing. But he came and specifically told me he's like, "I'm done with them. I'm never going back. Uh, I don't care. I'm not going to help them kidnap children." I'm, you know, and he he's been very apologetic and very, and I've forgiven him. And I think everybody here, you know, we we all love him. He's part of the family. Um, but I, I he's. Been gone for to, it has been four days this morning.
2: Yeah, that the last laugh of people you don't say no to easily. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll look into it though. I may he's probably fine, he's probably just I don't know found a new place to hang out for a little bit.
1: Okay, and she smiles disbelievingly, like hoping, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's nice, but I. I have a bad feeling about this kind of smile.
2: Yeah, and Tarathiel doesn't believe it either. He's kind of
1: <laughs> you're both like it, it's one of those failing, like, yeah,
2: failing your lie checks Let's just <laughs> ag- agree that he's okay, even though we he's both fine. Know he's not. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's
0: the, the social nicety lie.
3: Mm. All right, um,
2: uh, we'll hang out for a bit, give the kids a bit of excitement playing play on with the kids Fezzan, playing on the swing set.
1: <laughs> I think
2: Fezanne
4: Fair, have
1: more fun please. than they are.
4: <laughs> do what and, uh, on the seesaw? On oh, yeah. the seesaw oh, sure. it doesn't ever really move.
2: But... Why well, either that, or we just get a barrel and just have uh, Fezanne plank across it. <laughs> 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 just put kids on either end. <laughs> uh, all right, did Did you have anything to add while we're at the orphanage? um
5: <clears throat> so he would he would ask um you said that a few days ago he re- said he refused to go to the temp tankard did he mention that someone had approached him about going there again
1: no no he just we we, we got to where we talked daily about but what, how men act and how they should behave and that what he did wasn't good and he just, he didn't say that anybody approached him. He just, one day just flat out told me "I'm," that he wasn't going to be dealing with them anymore.
5: Hmm. Were there any other bits of information about who he contacted in your daily talks?
1: He never, he never would say a name. Um, I feel like more that he I really feel like it's he didn't know the name or I don't know. He never did give me a name. He just told me that it was, and he called him a handler. I guess that's the term that those evil men use, but um, he just said his handler at the tip tankard would check in with him every couple of days and ask if there's any new information or if, just things <clears throat> like that.
2: Yeah, even if he had a name, it probably wouldn't have been the person's real one.
1: Oh goodness, that's so complicated.
2: It's much much easier to be honest.
1: It is. I, I keep telling him. I was telling him. I tell all the children honesty is the best policy.
0: I'm convinced she's the beholder. <laughs> <laughs>
3: how, how
5: many how many dresses the, is she wearing?
1: <laughs> yeah, she got the chicken arms. I think that's like the fifth person that you're convinced is a Beholder in this town so far.
2: Everyone's a Beholder.
1: It's right. they all
3: are. It's a town right. of
1: Beholders. It's it's a cup. It's like Pac-Man's, you know, it's made for Beholders. It's a Pac-Man chair.
2: Wait, are you are you Galvin ahead of disguise? You have to tell me if you are.
1: <laughs> you know it's a trap, but if you don't.
5: yeah. Faison says, <laughs> he's like, well... If you don't have any other information, I guess we should look elsewhere. He looks at Teratheol.
2: So, yeah, we'll keep an eye out for him.
5: But if you do hear anything, you know where we are.
1: At the... I don't.
5: At the drunken Morkov.
1: Yes, yes.
5: Until, right. until we move, I believe.
1: Are you moving? Are you leaving Cauldron? Oh dear, do yeah. you have a... We have a secret
2: underground lair.
1: <laughs> oh, she. she quit, you're teasing me.
2: This. The orphanage doesn't have a murder basement, does it?
1: But she just looks shocked. <laughs> like, legitimately shocked. No.
2: Nope. Well, but basically every other building in Cauldron does, so. maybe Maybe check that out.
1: They're very fashionable.
5: He's completely straight-faced and serious. He says, you wouldn't believe how many times we have walked into a closet in some small little building here in Cauldron and have ended up within the volcano itself.
1: I can't tell if you're joking or not. And I don't <laughs> think it's funny.
2: Anyway, once we get the lair sorted out, we'll have to bring the kids down for a day trip. It'll be great.
1: Kids, it's time for lunch. Let's go. <coughs> Let round them up. <laughs> They're being silly. Don't listen to them.
3: Uh, Alright. that's
2: funny. Uh, so I guess once we leave, uh, yeah, Tarathi will say to Pezzi, "Like, but that, that kid is in trouble. There is no way he's just lying low." We, um, I want to, I want to go to the tip tanker and and see if I can set up a meeting with that. Maybe but he knows something.
5: Do you think there would be any use in going in a different form?
2: Yes. Um, alternatively, we could send one of our guys. So Kuro could set up a meeting with that and then we don't have to go anywhere near the place.
5: Well, if we know that the Last Laugh is there, they might be suspicious.
2: I'm pretty sure they're watching us anyway
5: yeah,
1: that kind of looks actually
2: around. that's a good idea and Threatheal will just head off to, towards Skies
1: <laughs> Skies of Borium?
2: yeah Okay.
1: you uh, walk in and she just beams <laughs> ah, Fairzon told you to come and see me oh on <laughs> the table is still holding that axe for you, the deal is still good <laughs> Tarathiel, would you care for some champagne and caviar? Uh, Fairson apparently doesn't like the niceties of life. Right. Happy to give those to you. Would
2: we'll certainly give it a shot. Have you got a tortilla I can spread it on?
1: <laughs> <Yes>. Caviar taco. It's <laughs> basically oh. a fish taco, right? It's basically
2: a fish taco, that's right. Uh, so... I have a plan for that too, but we'll, we'll get there. Um...
1: <laughs> what did you come to buy today?
2: Um, you know how sometimes people use magic to find people far away?
1: It's great. sure.
2: Yeah. Um, have you got anything that can stop that?
1: Oh, goodness. Uh, I know when that do you... I don't have it in... St- I know I don't have one of those. Um,
5: it's going to that's... cost more to Rathiel. That's what she's trying to say. <laughs> that's...
2: <laughs> yes we i understand the subtlety of the situation just making (laughs) sure
1: (laughs) he just looks at fair Hush. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's
2: he's not telling me anything i didn't already know
1: what would it
2: cost to locate such an item i understand that it might be difficult to locate an item that resists location
1: (laughs) see, you're smart Uh, I don't that won't be the issue, it's just finding an item or someone to create that item uh, nearby I think those usually come like an amulet or well it could be whatever if you make it yourself But yeah, amulet against uh, being located Um, honestly not too bad Um, I was already going to send out uh, a messenger to Sasserine for Ferzon. I'll be happy to add that as well. Um, probably going to be easier to get a get a hold of than what Ferzon was asking for, but I'll add it to uh, I'll add it to the list.
5: At least mine is not actively trying to hide from us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's attached to a no. squirrel. It's over there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let me know when it's in. And, uh, I would, uh, we'll come back and pick it up.
1: we Will do. That'll probably be around 400, 400, gold.
2: Oh, no worries. Um, do you need a deposit?
1: Sure.
2: <laughs> well, I know, I know you're good for it. You know, I'm good for it. So.
1: Yes, absolutely. We do have that kind of relationship. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just funny. <laughs>
2: Alright, and Teratia will uh, lay out, just to keep things simple. I'll just give her the full amount.
1: <laughs> okay, you're 400 gold? <laughs> yeah, And you've already picked up the sending stones earlier, correct? Yep. i uh, take sending that stones. off of my notage. Uh... Okay. I will send that out today. Uh, generally, the longest time it takes is for them to message me back. Um, because my people have to go find the person and generally those people that have the power or knowledge can just immediately message me instantaneously so i'll know in a couple of days three or four days uh if there's anything close like sassarine or uh any other local towns um i don't really expect uh, red gorge or any of those to have it usually it's sassarine so uh give me a few days and i'll uh i'll let you
3: know
1: And
2: uh, come on, Fezan, Let's let's grab a bite. And uh, Tarathiel wants to head to the, the taco vendor that is outside of Blue Crater Academy and Gull's Locks.
1: All right, it is thriving. It is lunchtime because uh, the kids are being fed right now. So the busy the streets are a bustle with people taking their lunch breaks, going to the vendors and the uh, the kiosks and whatnot. And you're there at the fish taco taco stand.
2: Do we do we know this vendor? I mean, we've been here a lot, right? Like we must have.
1: Uh, yeah. You, uh, you're definitely on a first name basis. His name is Fivel.
2: Fivel Maskowitz.
1: (laughs) He never told you. No cats in
2: cauldron. (laughs) The streets are paved with cheese.
1: Welcome. Have a taco. Tingle. That's what. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and he gives Come you. On, yeah. he, we uh... know your
2: tacos are not worth more than eight. <laughs> <And>
1: he gives <laughs> you the 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 friendly uh, version of a heavy pour in your in your taco. You know, a little extra mm-hmm. meat, a couple of extra shreds of cheese. You know. How the, have uh, you been? Has...
2: Still alive, surprisingly. Despite uh, all my efforts,
1: still got eight. How are we doing eight. there? Okay, all right. <laughs> so You've got the two artificial does, ones, right? I was about but, to say, do you have the two silver fingers? I do. I do have the two okay. silver ones on. Okay,
2: okay. I just for some I, I, early on when doing the stream, I started just folding two fingers away when yeah. I was playing Tarathiel. Yeah. yeah, and now yeah. it just happens. Now just yeah. as, no. as becomes I mean, Tarathiel. I just have eight fingers. It's, still, it's still, automatic.
1: Still him, you know, but.
2: Yep, yeah, that's right
5: yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. method actor
2: yes I, uh, exactly that's <laughs> true uh 50m how's how's business
1: oh man uh if you don't mind step aside for a second he starts tending to somebody else been pretty busy now that the rains have stopped uh the water's gone down it's been doing a, a lot better i hear that you and your friends are i hear that you and your friends are to be thanked for that uh and on that note those are on the house because you my business is doing amazingly well compared to what it has been so enjoy on me just this one time
2: I am. Um, I was uh considering a business proposition we've come into some land and uh we're filling it with people uh huh and uh we need to feed those people
1: alright um uh, what are you talking about? What's what's on the table here? Will I'll, you be able to talk uh, furnish? Nice. But I mean, will you be able to give me as many customers as I have here on the streets next to an academy?
2: Perhaps not as many, but more consistent, and you won't have to worry about the rain as much.
1: Oh, it's going to be an indoor uh, facility.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: So indoors. Do I have to pay any kind of taxes? Because Lord Mayor's been jacking these taxes up a lot. I would actually prefer to not have to pay taxes.
2: To the best of my knowledge, there is no governing body (laughs) in the murder basement, which is what we should just call this thing.
3: (laughs) All in favor, say aye. (laughs) It's the hottest underground club, the murder basement. (laughs)
2: That's uh, okay,
1: murder basement. It is.
2: There will be. There is no taxes, and uh, uh, we would just pay you a consistent rate to stay there and and keep everybody fed.
1: Really, how much? I we, know that. How much would? Ta- how, how much?
2: I don't know. What would it take?
0: Uh, how many people? We. I mean, just as an aside, how many people? Uh, are we thinking we'll have down there? I mean, I guess I'm asking us to sort of reason through this a little bit.
2: Yeah, I guess pre- presumably there's a, there's at least us four. We've got three NPCs currently. We now have potentially a student and a warrior guy joining us, maybe. We, uh, we might have
1: we'll some Keegan, Keegan, key. Keegan, Keegan was going to stay with you as well. Keegan's so, going to come down there. We're so, looking at 10. Already 15. up to 10, yeah. In the short run? Uh, yeah. yeah, right now you can call it a dozen. Okay, all right. And in the time that you've been hitting, sitting here talking to him, discussing uh, you know business matters, he's had two or three customers. Yeah. Um, and uh, T-
2: Tarathiel is willing to wildly overpay to have him there. I just have no idea what that would cost.
4: <laughs> he likes the tacos.
3: <laughs> yeah, right.
4: It's, it's well established that Tarathiel <laughs> uh, likes tacos.
0: Uh, well... Well, does it? would he have to abandon his spot here? I mean, really all we're asking for him to is provide a service. Maybe someone else could do it. Then that's, I had to be him.
2: Yeah, if you got a, a cousin or a nephew or something that you want to send down with a, a lunchbox every day full of... You <laughs> so know, we could put in a standing order.
1: I could leave my kiosk here and hire somebody to run it and then come work for you? Yeah. Uh...
5: Five gold a month? Five. <laughs> on leans down to Tarathia and says, <laughs> you spend more than that <laughs> here every month.
2: That's true. That's true. I tell you what, why so, don't we haggle a little bit and, and I'll pay you eight gold a month. One for each finger.
1: And he he just looks at you like, you can tell that his offer of five was just a high ball that he would never expect and just trying to get you out of his face thinking you're kind of giving him, giving him just a rise and he just looks at you says you're going to give me eight gold a month to go cook you tacos
2: yeah I'm sure we can even find you a room you can just stay down there if you want
1: he called it a murder basement and the accent's gone
2: it's, <laughs> it's just a name you know everyone in Cauldron has a murder basement but we actually have a murder basement
5: I mean, technically, it's not a basement since it is the complex. So there is no lower floor to it.
1: Well, I murder don't want to live, I don't no live in a murder basement, a murder house, a murder castle, a murder, murder tree house. I don't want to murder. I don't want to live in a murder place.
5: I guess okay. it would be well, well, a murder cavern.
1: That's well, not better.
2: Well, well. What if we called it? I don't know, Taco Hole.
0: Hall of the Mountain Taco. Yeah, we
3: would
5: even we would even give you a title based on your position there. We would promote you to Earl of Sandwich. (laughs) I heard another laugh, not on the stream. (laughs) I got one.
3: (laughs) All right, the viewer.
1: (laughs) Let me
2: some kind of castle.
1: Let me get my son and let us come find, let's go look at this murder basement before I say yes, just to make sure you're not trying to serve us as food to something awful, and I'm going to leave a note with my grandparents to, like, go to the city guard if I'm not back by the end of the day.
2: I personally guarantee your safety. Just stay out of the room with the evil blender pit and you'll be fine.
1: It's well marked. Tingled.
2: You drive a hard bargain, sold. And try to hold out of to shake.
0: You know what's funny is murder basement's perfect because it's like, you know, you name something innocuous as dangerous as possible to make people stay away. Yeah.
2: No one's going to well, come visit the murder basement.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like the yeah. House of Justice where they torture people. Oh, <laughs> so you know, like it's just the opposite idea. All right, we need to so, get
5: we need to get uh, to create a, a, a blinking neon lights So that we can have like a blinking <laughs> arrow And it just says it's In neon it murder basement And it just kind of points to it
3: you know? so, <laughs> It's just and like and I'll,
0: murder basement I'll, I'll get magic mouths
3: out there too <laughs> we Go back Shirts that say
5: You know I went to the murder basement And all I got was this <laughs> was t-shirt
2: this Lousy
1: taco <laughs> Yeah
2: it's just a white shirt with bloodstains. Uh, it'd be great. Uh, right. So,
3: okay.
2: I mean, Other than that, the, the only thing that I want to do is continue looking for Patch. So I don't know what the best way is to do that from a vignette standpoint. I don't know if it's a case of, this is a vignette. You're not going to find him. <clears> um, but Terephi will set up a meeting with Art uh, because he's an information broker. Uh, yeah.
1: So uh, you're going to send uh, one? Who'd you say one of the henchmen to go set it up? Yeah. All right. Send him out um, over the next couple of days. Again, remember this is months. This is yeah. the, the vignette's time. So uh, you send him out over the next couple of days. Uh, it takes him a while. He finally gets back with you. Um, Who's Sakura? Which one do you yep. actually? Yeah, I'll send Sakura. Sakura comes back and uh, he's like, "It took a while. Uh, they did like art just." never wanted to talk uh he wouldn't see me but finally i me just sitting there every day he finally talked to me back in the back where he's brewing some terrible smelling beer um it, he just wanted me to tell you to stop looking that's all he said right it wasn't menacing. He wasn't trying to threaten me. It was just—it was a matter of fact. Just stop looking.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to give up just because somebody tells me to. Um,
1: I, did, I didn't think so, but that's all. That's <laughs> all. That's all he talked to me about. He wouldn't say much more. Uh, all
2: right. So then, the only other trick that I have to pull is potentially getting. Uh, What's the name? Cholander and and Califf on it.
1: Okay. Uh, they have been frequenting the, uh, or they've been staying. Not really frequenting. They're staying in this in the uh, uh, drunken Morcoth where you've been, mm-hmm. and they actually have put themselves out there again. You can see on the board, um, put themselves out there as mercenaries looking for hire. Don't really want to join any kind of stupid adventuring group. And that you could, you can kind of feel like that's. Uh, does uh, it
2: literally say that? <laughs> yes.
1: And you know who wrote that part. It's like one handwriting yep. saying this and on the bottom was like, we don't want to join any stupid adventuring groups. <laughs> and You have a feeling which one's, you know, who's who. Um, but, you know, you've, you've got so, uh, one of the other guys, ajar, or uh, when they're not working with on they go out and they're doing your they're bidding. They're going around doing these things. And finally, um, a couple of days later, uh, Thistle comes and says, "Hey, I got a hold of them. They're curious what you want." Uh, said they'd meet you at the the Morkoff. All
2: right, we'll head there and yeah. I guess, does anybody want to come with? Cool. Where where, where, okay. where are you, where like where you heading? I'm sorry, <laughs> I was uh, going going to the drunken Morkoth to meet with the mercenaries to try and put them on Patch's case.
5: Yes, I will come along.
1: Okay. You Yeah, there. Uh, they give you a, a time and a date to meet, and it was basically tomorrow at like lunch or two o'clock. And they're sitting there, the two of them, uh, having dinner. And you see uh, Nalini bouncing around, fluttering, flying around as she does. And you see sure. walk in, and she she looks at you and she beams a big uh, dumb smile and walks over and asks you. Eh, what can I get you? And she you know, gets your order and bounces off. And the two of them are sitting there, and uh, Korath, he, he looks at you and goes, Good to see you again. And she just kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, have a seat. What did you want to talk about?
2: There's a, a friend of mine's gone missing. Uh, he may have been in with a rough crowd. He may have been trying to get out. Just want to find out what happened to him. Okay. The kid's name is patch No patch
1: uh-huh. all
2: right all right is that uh, an Orkish kid he worked in that's a... a
1: dumb name she says well, Okay, okay okay it's fine <laughs> uh, um, tell me a little bit more
2: he, he was he worked at the uh, lantern street orphanage uh, he was an orphan there until he grew up but he was in with the last laugh and,
1: and that's when she looks up
2: he made the decision not to be. And we know just, he, they don't really take a joke. And he holds up his hand.
1: That's this is what she she takes over. She's like, that's that's dumb. Like you don't. He's missing. He's dead. And he, he looks at him. It's like, calm down. Let's just talk about this. Uh, so he worked at the orphanage and he was what just kind of helping out or was he part of the last laugh was he what do you know I mean anything more you can tell me will help
2: they paid him to keep an eye on the kids okay he didn't know why
1: all right and then just recently what'd you say four days ago disappeared four yeah. days um, we'll look into it we'll look into it um, that's a pretty dangerous request you're asking you don't mess with the last laugh. They uh, they don't mess around. It's um, she's like, I, yeah, that's why we shouldn't do it. Okay, all right. Uh, just to start asking questions, 50 gold. 50? Yeah, I mean, danger pay. We'll Director spend a couple will,
2: of uh, d- Discreetly reach into his pouch and pull out five platinum pieces and just slide them across the table.
1: She looks at the she looks over the platinum and he's got his hand on it. And she goes, "Okay, we'll start today." And, you uh, uh,
2: prove prove that he died and tell me he killed him. There's a lot more of that.
1: Okay. All right. If, if he's alive, I want him. We'll look into it. And a week or so passes, and you haven't heard from either one of them during this week, and. Th- one day, uh, Sakuro says, hey, I found, I saw uh, on the board that they're wanting to meet with you again, um, just ASAP. And you meet up, and this time it's just her, and she's sitting in the Morkoth. She's not eating, she's not drinking. Um, you walk in, and she holds up a hand looking at you. patch is dead and so is my partner
2: I'm terribly sorry yeah if there's anything I can do
1: we could hire me done all right give me a couple of days may not seem like it but we were pretty good friends well hopefully
2: you and I can be pretty good friends too and uh Trethiel will will, uh, dig around in his pouch and pull out a a cloth with a a couple of finger bones that he's collected from people from the last laugh (laughs) we'll get him back all of them all
0: right so the servants of the forest Kaldun is really looking forward to Meteor Storm
1: (laughs) (laughs) anything Uh, else for Tarathiel on the vignette
2: no that's it for me all right that sucks but awesome
1: (laughs) (laughs) so Rachel
3: hey
1: welcome back to the show so glad you're able to make it back with us let's have a round of applause mm-hmm. so you didn't do the first you weren't around for the first vignette <coughs> do you have a pretty good idea how the vignettes go you know, it's just kind of a one-on-one if you need help from somebody else you can absolutely go talk to them
4: I think so yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah. so let's start off easy what has Alma been doing for the previous two or three months
3: let's bring so... us up to speed there
4: yeah i would say like almost motivations are definitely more concerned with the planet itself the earth the health of the earth and the people on it uh she's all about balance so uh you know the past few months she's just been helping with uh the water situation with the rain she's got you know skills in that area and she's been learning under genya so that's kind of what she's been up to just kind of she's nosy so she's been hearing things here and there uh yeah, and just freaking in Virginia to so, fix the water situation.
1: As far as what you know, you know literally, like as if you've been watching this show. So you have all the information, right? You, yeah. Again, you've been in their lives, you've been around. It's just you have prioritized the city and yeah. the things like helping Jinya and cleaning up the water and basically cleaning up the town after all this goblin crap is happening and doing research with Jinya about this vampire and now this lich. So <laughs> you've been training as a priestess under a high priest of St. Cuthbert. I, I
0: want to interrupt for sure, a second. Sure, sure. Yep. Does, does she know Shinsen, the druid? Because they, they kind of have the same vibe, right? I mean, she's not a cleric of Beori, but she's a druid. Um.
1: And she yes, came back in, with in us. Passing.
0: to okay.
1: All right. Yeah, definitely. And Shinsen, uh, Rachel, uh, was a druid that they met while rescue. Well, while attempting to rescue um, Sarkum, and okay. she ended up being a follower of Farlon, which is uh, the god of, of of travel and and um, a, a good god of the horizons and travel and there's a group that follow and worship or they don't necessarily have to worship Farlon but they follow his tenants. and they're called the striders of Farlon and they're the ones that like keep an eye on the horizon for big evils if you know forgotten realms at all think of the harpers like this is just this somewhat secretive but everybody knows who they are just don't know who specifically they are
3: yeah.
1: um, they know they're out there they know that they keep an eye and they try to keep evil from doing bad things so little background on who Shinsen is Uh, she is a uh, Dro. she's a dark elf and uh, you know she's been spending time with Faria and uh, uh, can't think of his name right now but the two half elves that were uh, striders of uh, Farlon. she has kind of attached herself to them and they are off doing their own things it rhymes with no um uh, they're off doing their own things, doing their own research. So, just, that's who Shinson is.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, you have spent all this time. You've been keeping up with them. You know that they're back. They've just fought
3: a
4: lich. Yeah, uh, I think I just have a little bit of FOMO. Like, she's, like, a little bit bored with uh, uh, her, her duties, and I think she's kind of ready to get back into it. So, uh, she's been kind of keeping up and keeping tabs, and Yeah.
1: All right. So is there anything on Alma's mind? And just so everybody knows, she's been leveling up with the party. She is level seven as well. Um, Going a little bit, we're going to go a little bit long, which is absolutely fine. But um, we'll talk about the level up next time. So, Alma, what you got going on in your vignette?
4: Yes, so I originally, I think that, you know, almost concerned would have been with Patch, and now that I have some answers there, I'm not going to really delve too deep into that, because we've gotten the answers that we needed. Um, so I think the two things that are on her mind are this, like, blueprint, blueprint to, like, the, the rod that was once used to keep everything kind of settled in town, um, and then also uh i think she's a little like curious about um uh kind of like i guess it's like the dungeon or the cavern where the goblin fight was i think she kind of wanted to go back and kind of check that out
1: so the the schematic the blueprint for the rod was found
4: oh it was okay
1: yeah that was that was uh basically where the lich was okay so they have already brought that up, and that's what you have been—you've been assisting her using what they built,
2: oh, and okay.
3: you helped
1: build it. And actually, okay. you helped build it with uh, Khaldun. He assisted yeah, creating I that the part. item. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so you, yeah, you—you you actually assisted in creating this item, and you've been helping Jinya use it because they've been doing it for the past. It took about a month, round the clock, uh, just the just the Church of Saint Cuthbert. Because none of the other churches ever got involved.
3: Okay.
1: Um, them using this rod and finally the rains have slowed down to to a normal not to a stop because it's a tropical area but back down to normal to where it's not filling the lake up and you've been helping her drain the lake um so that's been obtained that was down in the murder basement um but as far as the caverns under uh bath house yes um talk to me about that what do you what are you thinking about Mm -hmm. doing
4: I don't know. I just, I would like to go down in there and just kind of check things out because I don't think it was completely explored. Okay. So I want to go and look.
1: So you know, uh, again, because you know what they know, um, Lord Volantru owns that building and they looked into renting it or buying it and -hmm. it was no longer for sale. Uh, They did go... You know, to, I guess, the House of Records or whatnot to find out the information. Um, and that just leads you basically to the fact that you have to get permission or you have to break in. Break in, break in, break <laughs> in.
4: <laughs> Who would I have to get permission from?
1: Lord Vellantre. And or, what? or his people, you know, you don't have to, but okay. I'm along that kind of uh, that way.
4: Okay. Could I get some sort of paper that like says like she's very trustworthy and she's not gonna do anything wrong? A letter
5: well, you, of recommendation.
1: You well, yes. you have you have the writ of purpose which you got in like the third or fourth episode from oh. the church of Saint Cuthbert, which is I mean like a hair away from a key to the city. Okay. It doesn't justify give you justification to do whatever you want, but that which you guys have never haven't really needed to but you've never used it you know yeah. uh so that along with the fact that you're alma opens a lot of doors i mean you are as far as everybody's concerned you're part of this group you've been you've been with them like they know of you because you help with the children and you discover Jotaroon. and as far as they're concerned you were there when you fought the vampire and the lich and whatever the public knows about it
3: mm-hmm. you're
1: a part of that group so you are. Alma of Biori you know, this <laughs> cleric that's not to be reckoned with you know you you've fought and defeated vampires and liches and all kinds of creatures so that you've got the you've got the writ of purpose and you've got your reputation
4: okay I'll um, take, take that and all my charisma and go to Lord Verlantreau if I can get an audience with him
1: okay um, so he does have his own noble house uh, which is walled in with a closed gate and there are he has his own personal guard and you walk up and uh, first one holds his hand up yes can I help you
4: I would like to seek an audience with Lord Blountree uh,
1: do you have an appointment currently no no um, would you like to schedule one he, he is a nobleman he does have a busy schedule uh, it might take a couple of days for him to have an audience with you. Um,
4: I don't really have time for that.
1: I, I recognize you, Lady Alma. Um, <laughs> where will you be by the end of the day?
4: Um, I will be where I always am, at the Church of St. Cuthbert.
1: At St. Cuthbert.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I will... Go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll ask him today. I'll ask him right now and let him know who it is. And could I ask what your purpose for speaking with him was? It may help get in.
4: Um, I'll hand him five gold pieces and say, I appreciate your discretion.
1: He, take, <laughs> he takes the gold and he looks at it like... Uh, like a professional bodyguard of Jay Z would be like, Okay, you gave me fifty bucks. Understood. Like it's important to you, but you don't feel like it had any sway over him whatsoever. Okay. Um but he's he nods. All right. I, I will contact you. I'll, I'll let you know what he says before the end of the day.
4: Okay. And I'll like emphasize like it's very important and like give like a good like wink.
1: Okay. <laughs> he he just smiles and got it. Okay. And he takes off, and the other guards, you know, kind of shifts over to be more centered, and he looks at you, and he says, he'll find you.
4: Do I get the feeling he's going to find me?
1: Yeah, you do. do you okay. feel like he was taking this seriously. Okay. Yeah. All right. But the second one's being pretty dismissive. It's like, you got what you want. It's time to go. But he's also being trying to be very respectful.
4: Okay. I don't so you, know. Then I guess I go and just wait. Okay, if I yeah. if I think he's gonna come, then I I think Alma would just assume that he's gonna come and just wait.
1: Okay, so you go back to the Church of Saint Cuthbert, uh, spend the day doing whatever Alma does during the day at the church, um, and just a few hours later, um, you're back with Ginya and you're you're doing some research. And Rufus walks in, kind of blustering. He's, um, Jinya, uh Alma, uh, we have a guest. Uh, Lord Volantru just walked in the door, and he's wanting to speak with you, Alma.
4: Okay, excellent. Let's um, go speak and, in private.
1: What? Well, uh, Alma stands, or Virginia stands up. Alma, you 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 sit still. Uh, and she walks out, <laughs> and Rufus walks out. And a few minutes later, Lord Volantru walks in. He's uh, have I ever described him? I thought I described him once. I don't
4: um, remember if you want to
2: do like a. like a have train, I think.
4: Oh.
1: He
2: has a cane, I think. Remember, he was seated most of the time when we were, yes. saw him last time.
1: Yes, he, uh, he has a cane. He's obviously regally dressed. Um, but he looks like... Um, he looks like Lord... Or Father Atreyu. Or, let's see, Atreides, excuse me, from the 1984 Dune. You know, he's got the, he's kind of a uh, smaller build, kind of frail... Um, Dark curly hair, pepper beard. Very, very. Duke, Duke
0: Leto Atreides.
1: Duke Lido Atreides from the first movie, from yeah. uh, Lynch's movie. Um, but he's, I mean, the kind of presence when he walks in the door, you just feel it. And he just mm. looks at you and smiles. Alma, I I must apologize. If I'd have known that it was you, I, I, I've told my guards to let any of you in to see me at any time. And he goes and sits down. At Ginger's desk, like he owns it.
4: <laughs> How can I help you? I'll say, um, well, there's no apologies necessary. I think I sweetened the pot, and you know, I really, I really wanted to see you. I just wanted to talk to you. Um, I'm really interested in, um, you know, I, I'm sorry, i I forget the name of the place,
3: <laughs> but.
1: Uh, you're talking about- B- boat house. Oh, boat house. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm very
4: really interested easy. in the boat. <laughs> I know. <I'm> sorry, <laughs> in the bathhouse, and I'd like to, I'd like to just, just look at it, and I'm kind of like just curious about it.
1: Well, he strokes his beard. Um, well, I, unfortunately, it's not for sale uh, or rent. I'm, I've since ORAC's unfortunate demise, I've uh, been using it as a warehouse. Um, any particular reason?
4: Just curiosity. I'm a curious person. I like to learn about stuff. Curiosity. And I smile really big like, please.
1: Well, I, I can't emphasize how much I and many others in the city appreciate you and what y'all have, y'all, what the four of you have <laughs> done, what Jones has done for this town. <laughs> um, your curiosity makes me curious, so uh will you be going alone yes um come back to I don't have the key uh, but my people at back at my house back of my my mansion uh, one of my servants will have the key ready for you um, actually if you'd like to join me we'll head back there now and I can get you the key immediately okay and you walk out, and you know, Virginia and Rufus are over there being extremely busy doing nothing. And they both watch as you both walk out. And you, Virginia, catches your eye, and she's like, okay?" And like mouths that out. <laughs> I'm like, okay.
4: I'm like really like I'm...
1: <laughs> double plus like... <laughs> good. I just read that book again. It's all in my head. I can't help it. Double plus kill. Yeah. If uh, you head outside, um, 1984. 1984. Double oh. plus good. All the yeah. Um, yeah, Newspeak. Um, the house, at the Hall of Justice. when I brought up earlier. Anyway, oh, so you, yep. you head outside and um, you get one of the rickshaw kind of things because Valanciou moves pretty slowly. He's very awkward, got his cane, and you hop in the the rickshaw and it, he looks over at you and just very casually, "How have you been?" <laughs>
4: I've been good. I've been trying to keep myself busy and, uh, I found a lot of happiness and fulfillment in what I've been doing, but I'm just, uh, I'm just aching for a little bit of adventure. And, uh, I I just want to know, I want to know what's in there.
1: Adventure is definitely for the young. Uh, I, I know that you've been helping Chinya, uh, with cleaning out the, the crater, the water from the craters, the crater lake. Um, I think of these things about the people that perform these duties. And I think of the four of you very often. I I hold you in very high regards and very fond of the four of you for what you've done. I take it personally that I feel as though you've helped me. Um, So I'm sorry for the hesitancy I had. Uh, I'm not often to let people into my inner workings, my life, but if it will help you with whatever you're doing, you don't have to let me know. I, it may be, it may be something you just don't want to tell me, and I understand that. Um, but I feel as though whatever you're doing may help the city. Um, and by this time, you're arriving at the uh, at his house. He's definitely and... a beholder.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can see it Is that, that, that number
1: six? Is that number six? Um, <laughs> Put him on the and list. He, and he he uh, he slowly gets out of uh, out of the rickshaw, and he looks at the. A puller, or whatever you want to call them. the the, the, <laughs> the guy, uh, a moment, please. And he hands him a gold uh, to have her take her back to this, uh, take her to this address. And he gives him gives him an address. Um, one moment, and one of my uh, one of my employees will be out with the key. And he walks and heads back to town, ta- back, back to town, back up to his uh, his his house. And just a minute later, not even that long at all, um, a man walks out who you've never seen before. And he's, like, resplendent. Like, he is just perfectly well-dressed. Walks up to the rickshaw. Lord Vinlantru said this this key will open Oryx Bathhouse. And he turns and walks back to the house. And the rickshaw guy goes, we good?
4: Uh, I give him... A
1: golf piece. Oh, uh, no, no. Hey, Lord Vonshu took care of that. You save your money. Uh, are you ready to go? I'm well? yes, sorry. I'm wait. ready to go. All right. yeah. And he takes off he's, and he gushes a little bit. He's like, I, I, I'm really, really excited that you're in my rickshaw. I've, I've heard all about you. You're really amazing. I'm so, I can't wait to tell my kids that I had Alma in my rickshaw today. And he's just <laughs> blathering as he goes around. And, yeah, I just, uh, like,
4: quietly look out the window, because I feel really weird about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, like, completely awkward. Like,
4: yeah, <laughs> I'm a
1: celebrity? Why? <laughs> yeah. He's definitely treating you like a celebrity. Uh, and you get to the bathhouse, and he stops. Uh, would you like me to wait?
4: Mm, no. I'm a good, but I appreciate it.
1: Okay, well, uh, Lord Velocchio just paid me a week's wage just to bring you here, so... You Sure. Uh-huh.
4: I mean, if you want to sit here, you can sit here if you don't want to. I uh, will
1: be here the rest of the day. Okay. You come out.
4: I'll See you All right.
1: Go right. <laughs> get, uh, get a taco. You you yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, actually, go get a taco. Here, they're really good.
1: And you walk over to the boathouse bath. God almighty. The bathhouse. <clears> and the key fits. <throat> unlocks. And the door opens. And it's dark in here. But if I'm not mistaken, you have dark vision, right? I do. Yep. So, I don't know if you've ever seen the map of the bathhouse, because that was during a time that you were away. So, let's just take a quick look at it. Um, I,
3: it is said
1: Val- was using it as
2: a warehouse. I kind of hope it's full of boats. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just to really close the loop on that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's still full of
1: goblins, it's of, yeah, there you go. Just there go. go. Yeah, yeah. It's, that is that is Scoring the results goblins. of the fight of the goblins. It's just and I'm
4: scarred forever. It's
1: <laughs> fine. However, star, I did we not had to I, murder I, them. Uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> I understand. Like, get where <laughs> you're I get
1: did not clear th- this bathhouse. Is clear, like it's been cleaned. It's immaculate. It's a little stale, like there. There's no water uh, down in that giant tub. Um that source of water was taken and all the, you know, you just a quick glance around. There's no water anywhere. Everything's been cleaned completely. Um, Just smells like, you know, an old building that hasn't been used in however long. Um, And you look back. He said he'd
4: been using it as a warehouse. He did. Like this specific space. Yes. And it's not looking like it's a warehouse space.
1: No, right now there's nothing in it. There's just empty pools. Uh, All the doors are open. Okay. Um, There's a door back, and you can look at the back, the the number five, um, that is basically an office, but there's a door down far, the farthest across, which you know was the entrance and where the goblins were coming from. Okay. So you head down there. Let's go back in the Wayback Machine and check out this other map. Um, Head down into what was known as Drakthar's Way. Which just so happens to be the name of the adventure, and all this stuff's still here. So, I'm just putting this up there as just a reminder and give everybody an idea. Um, you come down the stairs and it's silent, just the echoes of your metal feet clonking mm-hmm. on the door on the floor, mm-hmm. and you start looking around and it's completely, it's, it's spotless. It has been completely cleaned out. Uh, any sign of goblins that were ever here is gone. It's been clean. It's polished. Um, You look around. You find the the crack that uh, kind of broke its way through, and you jump down there, um, and you head down to where uh, the guys originally met uh, Kelliv and Cordlier. Look around that area. Everything is, again, spotless, but it's definitely more well used like it's not been abandoned um, more so that because you're on not like a natural cavern earth you can see footprints
3: mm-hmm. you know
1: just a just casual look and not like a like a fight But the, you knew that we were having fights like very well used footprints going up and down this cavern and it continues on and you continue on to the very end otherwise known as the third map. And as you get closer, as you continue further down, the air starts to get lighter, like you're coming to a surface, like an open air. Um, it's not as... It, it starts to, to cool off. It starts to warm up again because it's kind of cool under here. Give me a stealth check. Oh,
4: no. Uh-huh. This is on purpose. <laughs> I advantage stealth. You have a um, disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness me. Um, that's going to be six.
1: Six. Kind of what I yep. expected. So you're coming down, and just... this, is, this is a fairly, fairly uh, uh, steep angle. You're going down this, and you're in the caves, and you you hear yourself walking like you're wearing <laughs> you're wearing metal armor and you're like scale well
4: scale but a scale, scale armor
1: yeah Yeah.
4: <laughs> I have been pretty chill this entire time so it really wouldn't surprise me that she was like
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just kind of strutting
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
4: nothing to see here
1: and you the confidence uh, of the faithful
4: Yes. <laughs>
1: you, what, oh, you guys can't see anything on this map can you Mm-hmm. All right, so you continue around, and I'm just going to open it wide open because you're checking things out, yes. and you go down. Be good uh, past, uh,
4: perception. Just throwing that out there. Yes.
1: Of you know <laughs> what? I forgot. Thank you very much. So, um, you hear talking, and anybody else would be like guttural, like because it's so far away and echoing and blah blah blah. It's just you would just pick up like people are talking. You pick up specific voices. You hear many, many different voices, deep voices. Uh, Sometimes in a a language, I'm pretty sure you don't speak. Um, Otherwise, you hear common. And you hear one voice that rings out above the rest and nothing specific, just basically like he's telling people what to do. All right, you know. Uh, put that over there. We're going to do drills here in a few minutes. Da, da, da. Not really drill sergeant voice, not really aggressive, but just kind of uh, I'm in charge This is what we're doing. And you come around the corner. Oh, no. Of this massive cavernous area. And you're also coming to a lighter area, right? It's getting mm-hmm. brighter. You're getting closer to an entrance. And you walk around and you see this group of half orcs and a dwarf and they all turn and all the all the half orcs you could tell they heard you coming around the corner and they're all geared up like they weren't wearing armor but you see them going looking for stuff grabbing weapons pulling, like starting to pull their armor on and you see this dwarf uh, walk around the corner to just face you Yes, and he looks Oh no He looks concerned What? Yes?
4: Uh, hi, I'm Alma, what's your name?
1: Uh, Alma, I, I know who you are uh, My name is Zoden.
4: Okay, Zodan, I think I've uh, heard of you too
1: Have you? And he looks nervous, like he's starting to back up a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, he, 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 and he look, he, look, looks over, and so you take a, now that you're here and you've taken it in, and this, it's well lit. There are torches, like, they have, there are beds. they are not just beddings, there are beds set up, there are, there are crates, there are this, there are all these different, it's, this is a, like, for better words, a barracks. Yeah.
4: Right? Okay. And
1: they're pulling on what, they're pulling on uh, leather jerkins and they're grabbing the weapons, but these jerkins and these weapons are well, not the weapons, but the jerkins and their, their clothing, like one's already pulled a tavern on cauldron city guard. And Zoden is, uh, he's, he's like, he's holding his hand out to the, to these, these guardsmen. He's like, uh-huh. uh, just put your, put your weapons down guys. And he's waving them to get behind him. And he's got his hands up. Lady Alma, what can we do for you?
4: I, um, I didn't... I did not want any trouble. Um, we don't I want just, trouble? I, me neither. Definitely not. I just... I just wanted to poke around down here. My friends have been down here. I just... um, Yeah, I don't want... We're good. We're good. And I'm just going to start backing away.
1: You're... Uh, he, he just—he's like—he mutters like he's trying to—he's like, uh, okay, all right. He's—you're backing away. He's just standing there, and he's like the half orcs are like looking at each other like.
4: I mean, hell? were like, they getting their arms together because I was there?
1: Yes, but as soon as Zoden went around the corner and saw who you were, he's like, he just like his eye, his jaw dropped, and he like, guys, put your weapons down, like, and he holds his hands up. Like, they were going to be aggressive, and then they yeah. saw you, and they stopped. Like, you stopping them, like...
4: Well, I kind of feel weird, too. <laughs> so, I, don't
1: so, I don't know what so, to do. Maybe I'm, I'm not impressing it. The impression you get is you're scaring the hell out of them. Like,
4: what? Okay. you...
1: I mean, think of it this way. These are, like... Feel free
4: to game, have any input in, whatsoever.
1: In, in game terms... These are like henchmen, right? These yeah. are guards. They're well, they're a little bit more. They're like first, second level fighters, and he's this guy who's maybe a, a third level fighter or whatever.
3: Okay,
1: you're a goddess. You're a priest. You're a level seven cleric who can like cast a spell and kill them all at once. Like okay. that's in their minds right now, because right. you've I done have, it. I
2: have a suggestion. <laughs> if, um, please, I, I don't please. know if it's I I don't know if it's a good one. That's but a great one. You might want to mention that Lord Volantro sent you down here, just. To see what happens.
4: Uh, okay.
2: It, it, it could go horribly. Okay. It could, that could be very bad. <laughs> but you are in a basement under Lord Valancourt's property.
4: Okay.
2: So, and he's okay. a respected figure of the city. And if these people are pretending to be guards, or if they are guards or whatever, then.
4: Okay. I think I know what I want to do. Okay. okay. So uh, yeah, I will. Okay. So I really, I'm going to back up a little bit because it would have caught me off guard. Um, yeah. and then I'll just say like, what, what are you, what are you doing down here?
1: Um. Uh, we're rest they're resting r- right now
4: well they're not resting
1: well I mean, we were going to do some drills uh, what would you like us to do
4: <laughs> would you listen if I told you yes what are you doing down here
0: We're fine here.
1: Everybody's
3: fine here. How are you? TK421.
4: Well, we're... Why do they have on, like, the guards for the city? Like, they're the uniforms for the city guards, sorry.
1: They're going to be the new guards.
4: As led by you? You?
1: I mean, I, I'm a lieutenant um, in the. It'll. I, I will become part of the city guard. Who
4: do you report to, specifically? Person last name.
1: <laughs> specifically.
5: <laughs> Rank and serial number.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
4: do you uh, have a badge number on a skin?
1: I'm going to. I am reporting to the guard captain.
0: His I
4: wanna,
0: name uh, is. Can I, can I yep. Just one
4: second.
0: Yes. Just, just to give a little bit of context. Yes. Um, we have never seen a non human guard in Cauldron, have we?
1: No, but one of the announcements, a couple, it's been a while, so it's easy to forget, but during, you know, sometimes like the, the town crier will do some BS and like talking to that. He did mention at that time that the town guard had hired their first half half-orc guardsman.
0: Oh, was, was it, was
1: also, it, it wasn't patched though. No, 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 no. Not patch, not patch. It was just uh, it was just part of the announcement that a half orc guard had been hired and this was, was kind of a, a new thing, like you know uh, <laughs> considering how racist <laughs> this town is, them hiring a half orc guard and he's the only non human. How progressive so one yeah, exactly. One. one. Uh, yeah. Um, so it was announced that they would hired them. But... Um, um, anyway, well, anyway, Zodin, it's Zodin's... He's very sheepish. It, you can tell he doesn't want to tell you, but you can tell he's also more worried about his own skin.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we've been smuggling him in for a long time.
4: He says that to me? Yeah.
1: Uh, captain Tercion Skellerang, that's who I report to. Yeah. He had you to know, look it up in his More notebook. context: We've talked to him. You have talked to him yeah. a lot. You yes. spent time with him socially. He was yeah. at the. But I Coast wouldn't necessarily know him. You know, yeah, you, you, you you have met him. You've talked to him. He was the guy that walked in. Well, that was before you joined him. You do know him, because yeah. again, he's a
2: pretty good guy.
1: He is. He is the guard captain. Are you of, sure?
2: Uh, Depends on how you feel about guards, but yeah. <laughs> right, right. yeah.
1: Well, I mean our interaction with him has been pretty good though, right? It has been has been very good. Yes. And it he's has. been very supportive of us. He's been very helpful, very supportive. All these yeah. things. Yep. Yep.
2: This is not the first time that we've heard the name Zoden. I'm pretty sure Zoden was yes, working with Selevan Cholander before.
1: Yes. And after, you know, you talk to those two uh, at length, and they were sent down here for a purpose, and they were to facilitate something. But they're dead. One of them's dead. One, one of them is has, dead. Yeah, and the other one is the, the lady. Um,
4: the red-haired lady?
1: No, that's Triel. The one in, uh, in Trathiel's vignette just now, oh, those, yeah. were the, those were the two he was hiring to find out about Patch. So one okay. of them died, and the other one's now got okay. Nine fingers. Okay. Yep. Got it. So those were the two they met down here and you've hired them before. They're the ones that found um uh Keegan Jones. for you. Okay. Um, found him in Sasserine because it's next to big town and he was trying to set up shop and so
4: So since, I wouldn't have any reason to think that this would be like a weird situation, right?
1: Well, the fact that they're smuggling half orcs into town seems <laughs> That's pretty well, I, mean, I mean
4: obviously that's
3: odd. Sure. But... I
1: know. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to be as smart, but I'm just saying You know, Zoden was hired for a job and he was never stopped from doing that job. The other two were. They were captured and later befriended, to be honest, uh, or hired, I guess, more mercenary style. Um, Zoden apparently kept on with the mission, which was to keep pouring in these half orcs.
4: Okay. So I kind of get the feeling that they're going to do whatever they want to do, or whatever, wherever they're. Tracing the money, they're gonna do where the like they're gonna do the job where the money's at. Who's they? Like these three that we've been talking about, Zod and the two others.
1: So these three were hired um, by the Blue Duke, which he was just the name in passing. But we don't know they? who the Blue Duke is. Right. Okay. You've, but you've heard the name just in passing, but he's the one that hired those three mercenaries to do the job of smuggling literally smuggling these half orcs into town. And it was slightly touched on when they came down through uh, to to find really to find Oric. Um, but yeah, that's that was basically the gist of it. Um, the blue <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, <Howard>. Um so <laughs> what you're getting right now is, you know, Zoden is this mercenary. Who's been hired from somebody by somebody else to do a job that he's been doing, and mm. now like one of the heroes of Cauldron has just walked around to his front door and said, "Hi, what are you doing?" And now he's just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs>
4: okay,
1: kind of freaking out because he thought everything was fine, like all is well. Da, da, da. Okay.
4: Um. I guess I'm just curious about what it's all about. Like, what, like, do you know the reasoning why this is, like, why you're doing the job that you're doing? Or are you just doing it for the money?
3: Uh,
1: just for the money. They don't pay me enough to know things, just to get things done. And, you know, looking past him, you can tell just around the corner is daylight. Like, the jungle is just around the corner. So, you, this is an outlet out of the city. So, it's very easy to see how they could just bring people up to the side of Cauldron, into this entrance this second murder basement up through the this, this crack in these tunnels out of mm-hmm. our or oryx bathhouse into town mm-hmm. at night and nobody ever knew it
4: right okay i guess now then i'll bring up mike's point of like like what would be the reason that lord volantre would be so comfortable giving me the key to come down here and investigate what's going on like you know this is his property in his building
1: I've never been out of the tunnels. Uh, All I know, I've never been up for, well, that's not true. I I stayed up there with uh, the other two. I slept up there, but I've never been up to the bathhouse. I don't know who Lord Valentru is. I'm not even from Cauldron. I was hired north of, uh, actually, I was hired out of Greyhawk City, but that's neither here. I don't know who these people are.
4: And you're okay
1: with that? I get paid really well to do this job. (laughs) And it's an easy job.
4: How much? Does it matter? I'm just
5: curious. um, Yeah, it matters how much money she's got in her pocket.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Got paid 50 gold just to sit here and babysit. No offense. It looks at the six who are getting angry.
4: (laughs) Okay. Uh, For how long?
1: months
0: yeah it's, it's 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 interesting i mean he he's been given paid to do a job and then essentially they forgot about him
2: yeah,
1: yeah. but yeah
2: that's less than i pay my taco guy <laughs> <Yeah>. really,
4: really <laughs> good
1: yeah, there they?
0: actually there there may be an opportunity here
4: i know but i'm not smart enough to come up with the opportunity i'll <laughs> <laughs>
5: i wonder if he yeah. know if he knows where they're supposed to deliver the guards because i mean we could just divert them over to um uh, you know <laughs> the ca- murder base casa de murder yeah i mean
2: <laughs> we do have a more comfortable cave that they can drill in <laughs> yeah.
4: Sure. Yeah. i do suppose i would ask like where like where's where are you where's everybody going like what's the are you just funneling half into the city
1: well the, they're coming from pretty far off it takes them several days they come in groups and uh-huh. the, they were the other six were getting angry more at the dwarf for being kind of like mouthy towards them they're starting to relax their weapons are down like you know they're they're taking the armor back off um, there's a they're all from the same tribe we've been okay. funneling them in for months and months taking all the warriors um I'm When I get a dozen When they all arrive at a dozen We're waiting for the other six to show up When I get a dozen I send them up Uh, I leave a note At the bathhouse Mm -hmm. And I basically The
4: bathhouse that you've never been to
1: Well I've been to the bathhouse
4: What?
1: Give me an insight check (laughs)
4: What?
1: Give me an insight check Okay Oh, sh- Do you have you know, also remember you have a passive insight that's out of this world. Oh, forget it, never mind. You have a you have a passive insight that's out of this world.
3: Well, he's lying on, I, to I you. Okay.
1: So you you ask him about the bathhouse, and he's like, "All right, I work for the captain. I was hired by the Blue Duke. When I get twelve, I let the captain know. He comes and picks him up. Been doing this for five months.
4: You and- don't know where they go."
1: I, after that, captain takes him. I don't know what he does with them.
5: Mm. How many dozen?
1: So and far? So,
0: <laughs> and so Al- Alma is de- is
1: determined that he's lying. That yes. is a lie? absolutely. Okay. He, he, she determined that the fact that he didn't know anything going on was a lie. Okay. Now he's saying, all right, I know the captain. I, I get a dozen at a time. We send him up. After that, I don't know what happens to him. I don't think he's eating them, but I've got all this gear. I'm supposed to gear it. Look, he, he points over to the, the, the uh, crates. Um, now, I haven't been restocked in forever, but I've still got enough for, I don't know, 100 more. And that's maybe a quarter of what I had. So, hmm. I don't know. 200 I've smuggled in so far.
0: How
5: has that not
1: gone?
5: How has that gone unnoticed? That's a
0: lot. That's a lot. Think, think of the murder basements that we found in the that's past. Right. The mallet, could garrison a huge force. Yeah.
1: You've literally already described the fact that every house in this built in this entire city has a murder basement. So yeah, yeah. like right. they're next door.
5: And who who was it that was that was keeping us out of Jadarun?
1: The city guard. The city guard under the uh, order of. <laughs> the Lord Mayor, who gives instruction to Captain Tercyon Skellerang.
4: This has certainly been informative.
1: It has <laughs> indeed.
5: Um, Here's I'm your just, new orders.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just um, I just want to look at it and say like um, I don't think either of us need to talk about this conversation. Do you agree? Uh, and yeah. Take my hand out, like to shake my hand.
1: He, he, he like stumbles over himself to put his hand out. Absolutely. I won't say a word to anybody.
4: And you're going to be here for like the next month or so. Yeah.
1: Six months? <laughs> six months?
4: Okay. All right. Well, maybe we'll bump into each other and I'll give him like a little wink and then be like, I'm going to leave now.
1: All right, and he's he's all right. All
4: right, I'm gonna bounce out honestly because okay. I don't like any of that, and I just want to go tell my buds.
1: All right,
4: literally so all you... of that. I'm gonna like just word vomit like, oh my god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See so you. Hold your hand up to take your hand, I'm shake his hand and it's alone Just like. Again. Surprise!
2: Well, Inflict wounds, suckers! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Boom! <laughs> you, you, you walk around the it corner <laughs> and you again, you've got like the supernatural perception. You hear a collective <sighs> like <laughs> sigh of relief <laughs> as you leave. Okay. And you leave and you head back to uh, Church St. Cuthbert. So, real quick, is there anything else you'd like to do with your uh, vignette?
4: No, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we're gonna call it because it's two hours and forty five minutes right now. Yeah. And some that people felt bad. Get... Sorry, guys. No, no, no. Don't feel bad. I'm nope. glad you're back. You... That was a, a a great thing. That I'm kind of surprised you like wanted to go talk about it, but yeah, you uh, you found out so a lot of information, and I think you may have just <laughs> you may have just like flipped the whole world on on its head. Yeah. Uh, just by the connection with uh, the captain. Um, So, we will end tonight. The four vignettes are over. I have a feeling every time we do vignettes, it's going to be a long episode, which is fantastic. I like to give you guys as much time as possible. Uh, As a quick closing, I wanted to say this earlier. uh, Nobody's here anymore. I think it's just us. But, um, (laughs) Rocks and Records will be ending soon. Like, we have recorded almost... I think we have two more recordings to actually do before we do our live stream final episode of the podcast. So that'll be in the next month. Uh, it's definitely going to be a discord. So you should join discord and I'm working on doing better with Twitter. I'm definitely going to announce that on Twitter a week before we do it. We're going to try to give all the listeners enough time to where if you really want to watch it, you'll be able to like figure out if you get the time to be there. Um, Probably going to be a weekend, probably going to be midday, so maybe it's a good time for everybody. Unless you're in Australia, and then that's like at the middle of the night.
2: I'll be there anyway.
1: Yeah, well, that's awesome. why we. So have a good night. Uh, we'll see you next Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, on daylight savings time. Is this daylight or non daylight? Daylight savings time. I don't know. I don't know. There... I'm gonna, I think I'm going to drop that part. See so you guys. <laughs> For you, those of you stuck around, we appreciate it. Y'all have, have a good night.
5: Have a good one. And I hope Bye. the scene changes.
1: Bye. <laughs>